What's up, fam? This week's episode is brought to you by Anchor. Hey, yo, welcome to the show. And if you ain't know, well, now you know. I'm out of here. If you don't, we don't give a damn. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Listen hey, yo. to this, hey, fam. <laughs> Off the door right there. Off the door. Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of the Ayo hey, Listen to This Fan Podcast where we talk about film, TV, hot topics, and everything to get through throughout the week. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin J. Stone. And I'm Maria the Creative. And our other co-host, Steph the Director, still serving the country, but he'll mm-hmm. be back soon. Yes, he will. All right, so Maria, how you doing? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I got a busy week. Oh um, yeah? Yeah. Um today I was like, we're doing a podcast. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Turn my back on our baby. Yeah, I, I make sure I make time for this no matter what I'm doing. Make that a priority. Yeah. So, but no, I got a busy week because mm-hmm. I'm filming a film uh, Wednesday through Saturday in Wilmington, North Carolina. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'll be filming there. Um, this film, you know, uh, I don't even know if I can reveal the title yet because I don't think mm-hmm. it's been revealed. But I'm filming with uh, Nakia T. Helmsen out there. Okay, shout mm-hmm. out to yeah. Nakia. He's been doing a lot of films you've seen on. Tubi and mm-hmm. uh, Voodoo and Fandango Now and yeah yeah even on Hulu um dope <clears throat> yeah absolutely dope yeah. and um, I love to see um you know the black creators out here making waves because as I said before I think early this year I was like guys this is the time oh yeah they want our uh, shit right now oh, yeah. they oh, want yeah. our content come on this is the time <laughs> so anyway go ahead <laughs> yeah so i'm doing that now i'm excited to be doing that but uh in the meet before doing all that you know may is um well my i'm getting coming up on a year of having my car okay actually tomorrow no actually what's the date we're recording this on the 9th 10th mm-hmm. so on the 12th i will have had my new car for a year Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get the inspection. I got, when I got the inspection today, mm-hmm. trying to pay the taxes on that joint and get that taken care of. I, you know, tax season is wrapping up. Like you got seven days from today. Well, when you tune in, when you listen to this, it'll probably come out on like Thursday. So you probably got like three, two, three. You know, some get get your taxes done. So I'm trying Bruh. to get, I'm trying to get my taxes done. Oh my god, I haven't minute. done my taxes. <laughs> I wait online, try to do my shit by myself today. Mm-hmm. I said, oh no, let me go to prepare. I've always so, done my own taxes. I, yeah, I can't. It got I the, went to a tax person once, and I got audited a couple of years later. Ended up having to pay the government back eight hundred dollars. Oh no! Yeah, bro. If I'm going down, I'm going down by myself. I don't I, need your help. I've never been audited, but I know I was trying because I went to the hospital at the mm-hmm. end of the year last year. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't understand how to input that into my taxes. So I was just like, you know, fucking, I'm gonna let them do it, and mm-hmm. you know, hopefully I get something back this year because I ain't got anything back to pass. Four five years, dang. So hopefully I just been owing, and I finally paid everything off on that mm-hmm. off, you know. So now I'm good on that. Okay. Hopefully I get some back this year. But anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show. We're gonna start with some for updates sure. for Easy Day. Cause it's the only way. Yeah. So y'all know who we do it every week. Make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel, which is mm-hmm. YouTube.com/slash/EasyDay ENT. That is E A Z E D A Y E N T. Mm-hmm. And you can see shows up there like Wasteland, Bump in the Night, which is coming back. Gotham Knights, uh, Rule of Thirds, mm-hmm. In the Trenches, and all the good stuff that, you know, Steph and the team is putting together. Make sure you go and check that out. Mm-hmm. And then make sure that you're also getting that Easy Day merch by going to easyday.com and getting your shirts with the director. And, you know, we got the Juneteenth director shirts up there yep, with the we black, got, red, um, and green. Makeup artists. Makeup artists. Um, he also has some um, new designs coming out yet. Uh, I mean, coming out soon. I don't know what 
I was just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he showed me them. Um, so there will be some in one stay hit the store i will definitely be letting you guys know uh we definitely want you guys to uh sell us out on these juneteenth shirts mm -hmm. this year you know juneteenth, juneteenth is we represent I'm, I'm getting me a juneteenth shirt because juneteenth yes. is coming up next month but yes. you know next month is my birthday june 9th and okay. 10 days 10 days Had after that drip. june 9th and then june 19th <laughs> 10 days after was juneteenth so i feel like special my birthday is around the month of juneteenth okay well, on, in the month of juneteenth okay yeah. i don't i hate to uh kind of upstage you but i go was ahead. born in february so there's uh, that <laughs> go ahead there's that go ahead. you're a black woman you can do that <laughs> <laughs> there's that part but anyway i'm gonna let hey, you have it it's great oh, and, and, and it is a matter of fact for a historical fact me and rosa park has the same birthday she's my birthday twin hey, okay talk about no i was playing go ahead oh uh, make sure <laughs> but yeah make sure um you get that juneteenth drink mm -hmm. for real and then make sure if you have a, a film or a project that you're trying to get promoted, you can do that on the podcast. Absolutely. And we do it in three different tiers. We got the 15 second. 25 minutes. Yeah, for $25. Mm -hmm. 35, the 30 second for $50. Mm -hmm. And the full minute for $100. Again, that's 15 seconds for $25. 30 seconds for $50. And a full minute for $100. And we will promote your pod, your, your film or your whatever project it is on the podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, you can send us the script, send us the trailer. You know, maybe for a minute you you say something yourself and you record it and send it over to us. We'll play that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll also promote it on the YouTube channel as well. Yep. Yeah. And um, my bad. I had somebody <laughs> hitting me up on Facebook. <laughs> it ain't none of y'all business. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, who was that, Kevin? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's grown phobia. No, I'm just playing. It, it, was, it was nothing like that. I promise you, it wasn't anything like that. It's okay. It was just a notification. <laughs> I'm trying to sound cool over here. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit God. Over here. No. oh God! <laughs> no. Oh God! Oh God! Inbox just is dry. Anyway. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Shoot. Right. Go ahead. I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna hold it in. I'm being good tonight. Yup. But you can uh get that your project promoted by hitting us up on IG at AO Listen Fam mm -hmm. or you can email us at AOLTTF Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's AOLTTF Podcast at gmail.com and get that done. You can also subscribe to our podcast and Rhea does a great job of breaking that down. So I'll toss it over there. <laughs> That's right. You can subscribe to our podcast and you can get to that by going to the AO Listen to This Fan Podcast page on Spotify or on Anchor. And there is a link that says support. If you click that, it will give you three tiers that you can subscribe to. Uh, the first tier is 99 cents. The mm -hmm. second is $3.99 and $9.99 if you feel in froggy. Take that leap. <laughs> so make sure that you guys really uh, consider um, supporting the podcast so that we can continue to grow, continue to invest into mm -hmm. this podcast and make it better and better each and every year. Yeah, because you know, you hear, you hear a lot of podcasts out here, you know, some big ones out here making a lot of money, winning awards. We want to be in that number. Okay. We so want that award. We need y'all's help to get there. So make sure if you have some change around, you know, 99 cent, it ain't much. It's if not you got it. And you mm -hmm. feel like you want to be, you know, supportive to a black podcast, then do that by yeah, all means. Do that, you know. Do that. Um, we would appreciate it. it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, as we say every week, Maria is out here doing headshots. You know it. So actors, dancers, uh, filmmakers, 
people in the business, people, if you got a business, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. anybody that needs a headshot, Maria got you. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? And they come to my website. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here like, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about other things. Let me get my head in. Yeah, we on the, we, we doing a podcast. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about things about the podcast, but okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm already in the hot topic mode. So anyway, um, you can reach me at godboxproductions.com. Or if you are on Facebook, you can also um, book me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page for Godbox as well. Um, and I also would like to add that, um, when I do create, uh, I, I like to say I do creative headshots. Um, okay. I don't do your regular run of the mill where you sit in a, in, in a chair, um, with a, with a gray background and I mean, you know, some boring flat colors or whatever. I, the headshots is for branding purposes. So mm-hmm. you let me know what, what it is that who you are and your brand. Mm-hmm. And I, try to build the image around that so that when people see your headshot, they can at least have an idea of what it is that you do. Okay. Unless it's like a LinkedIn headshot, then, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, um, but it, for the creatives, for the, the artists, for even some businesses, because, um, if you look at some of the, 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 the business landscape, uh, some of the things are changing because of millennials and the new yeah. uh, Gen Z is coming into the workforce. So some things are kind of changing and stuff like that. So things are a little bit more quote unquote hip. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so um, that I just wanted to uh, let you guys know. So, so that's know a kind of different she got you. thing. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's very custom to your brand. It's not just your um, come sit down and smack some makeup on your face, put on a basic <laughs> lighting and take your picture. No, we, we want to, I want to, I want you to have an experience and I want you to Ooh, leave like with that. one. Have an experience and leave with one. All right. Come on, black creator. <laughs> Snap uh, them damn fingers. Two quick, <laughs> <laughs> two quick updates, uh, uh, entertainment wise. And then we're going to get into some trailers. Sure. Uh, the first one is. If you remember the 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 show that was like a spoof of the Real Housewives of of Hollywood of Atlanta and all that, mm-hmm. the Real House House Husbands of Hollywood, uh, they had like a four or five year hiatus, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're in the uh, the makings of coming back, according to the Jasmine brand. They're right now. It looks like they're in production. Is Nick coming back? You know that was the show with uh, Kevin Hart was on there. Nelly, um, what's Tisha? Uh, Dwayne Martin. Um, Nick, Nick, yeah, Nick Cannon was on that. Trey Songz did an episode. Uh, some is episodes Nick coming back? I have no idea who's all coming back. If but, uh, Nick is not coming back, neither am I. I mean, he might be. Who knows? I'm pretty sure Kevin's com- Kevin's coming back because he was. Nah, uh, I was playing. Nah, yeah. but I, I like I like Nick on the show because they always give him so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> they give him so much shit, and it's like, do you? We as a as a community, we give Nick so much shit. That we really do. And you talk about Nick, how he can't rap. Have you seen the women that he, Nick he, Oh, he pulls them. <laughs> but see, he got the money, so he can definitely pull them. And like, no, no. See, here's the thing. Let me tell you something. Which what what I you know what? Let's just go do say no, what you were gonna no, say. I said what I said. That, okay. that was it. Go ahead. So let me say this, right? Um, quick thought. I don't feel like people who say they players and they have to lie to deceive people to play. I think real players 
tell their truth and people still get hooked. You can still <laughs> move how you would, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But people know the truth and they deal with your truth. They accept your truth and they hook to it. Nick is that guy. He tells the truth and you can tell he tells the truth <laughs> to these women. Case in point, Valentine's Day. He spent it with both his baby mamas and they both posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah, there was did, no beef. Did. He didn't try to hide in the pictures <laughs> or nothing. They both posted and he was just fine. Well, look, then they, they have an understanding. They both pregnant. Okay. Mm-hmm. He 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 went, he spends time with her and she spent he spends time with her. Both of them in love. He's the only man. And then she'll post, oh, he's the only man for me. And I'm just like, see, this, my friends. Is how you play and nobody's feelings get hurt. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Nobody has to get a fucking nine mil and settle this. <laughs> you feel me? So I'm just saying, like, so Nick, Nick definitely has changed the game, and y'all not even giving him like I'm giving him his flowers now. Well, go ahead and give him his flowers. <laughs> In other news, DMX, we, we heard that he had an album that was going to be coming out that he had recorded you know, yes. before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been announced today that the album will be dropping in May of uh, this month, May 28th, 28th actually. 28th, yep. Titled Exodus. And I actually looked at the uh, album cover. The album cover is a picture of him from pretty much like up, up under the nose down to like his neck. Mm-hmm. And on his neck is a tattoo, Exodus uh, 1-7, like a verse, the verse. Um, mm mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that yeah. album will be dropping. I know he was saying in an interview earlier this year that he had a, a bunch of people that wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this album is going to be feature heavy. Um, yeah. Everybody's going to want to be on that album. Because he was saying um, like after Versus yeah. kind of revived yeah. his his career because he, he realized how much he was still loved in mm-hmm. hip hop. And he was like, ah. Okay, yeah, guys, I got an album for you. Yeah, so May <laughs> Thank 28th. Thank yeah, Thank May you 28th, for leaving that for us. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good thing. I don't know if, if any labels are trying to make money off of his death, you know, because that's... Well, I mean, hmm. um, it seems like Swiss has a lot he of, is executive to do in there, and um, he, he's not a Diddy. No, he's not. He's, he's not, not a, and him and, him, he's and, not and, um, a, him and X were definitely close. Right, so I think... Um, it probably would go to his 17 children and his mm-hmm. fiance, you know, um, to look out for them, you know, to his estate, if you will. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Of course, there will be a percentage that goes to the producing company and oh, all yeah, those things like that. But the, the things that is rightfully X's, I do believe he will do right by him. Well, yeah. I hope so. Because he did say at the funeral that he's going to make sure his family was straight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So go ahead and hop on over to some trailers now. Yeah. I'm excited about one of them, boy. Oh, yeah. well, that's the one we're gonna talk about first. Yay! <laughs> Hold on, let me pull that up. So, um, this is a film called A Week, starring Gina Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and it actually drops on my birthday on Netflix, June 9th. And I, <laughs> so I can't wait to see this because uh, when I saw the trailer the first time, I guess I didn't pay as much attention as I did tonight when we watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, because we watch all the trailers before we start recording. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know, just to get a refresher if we haven't seen it, or if we yeah. have seen it, just to, you know. I usually wait until refresh. we get because yeah, I want it to be fresh. <laughs> so um, fresh it, it, it definitely looks a lot more interesting this go around because I actually paid attention. I'm like, oh wow, okay, I didn't realize all this was going on. But uh, Steph put this trailer in the group chat last week or earlier this week. Well, no, mm-hmm. last week. And uh, yeah, so it's called a week, and the synopsis is. 
chaos chaos ensues after a global event wipes out all electronics and takes away mankind's ability ability to sleep. Jill, who's played by Gina Rodriguez, is an ex-soldier with a troubled past. May, and her daughter may hold the key. Oh, let's see. Let me read this again. An ex-soldier with a troubled past may hold the key to a cure in the form of her own daughter. And the cure is her daughter is able to sleep. Everybody else is not able to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, after the power and everything goes, I, I don't know. It just something just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that in the beginning of the film, or well, the trailer, it shows that uh, I guess it's her son is looking out the window and he's saying, "Mom, look at all these these uh stars in the sky." And she was mm-hmm. like, "Baby, those, those are satellites." satellites. Mm-hmm. So satellites are like watching them. So I don't know what's going on, but an apocalypse happens pretty much, and now they're not able to sleep because of it. And her daughter is the only person who can sleep, so they're trying to use her. They want to. One person said to sacrifice her, so it looked like they're trying to sacrifice. What? Yo, I swear. You know, I didn't even go there. But it just always go to, let's sacrifice him. <laughs> let's eat him. Like, I was watching this Mind movie you. today. <laughs> okay. Um, It was the prequel to Hannibal. Okay. I didn't even know that this film mm-hmm. was even existed, but I'm interested because I, you know. It was called, because uh, I think I've seen it. I can't remember. What was it called? It was called Hannibal something 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 okay. like it was some kind of um so anywho um the beginning of the story when Hannibal was just a child him and his little sister um his parents got mur- uh, killed in this war and so they mm. were kind of like Wait trying minute, to fend, this might be a different one. Go ahead. fend for themselves and some savages or whatever scavenged some land scavengers or whatever ran up in their house mm-hmm. and took the house over and then um, they couldn't get to no food because it was like a really bad snowstorm and they couldn't get any mm. food. So they decided to eat the little girl. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Which oh, well. made him become... Hannibal. Does that make sense? <laughs> but it was interesting. I was like, gosh, they always resort to... <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. As soon as they came in with that 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 little ass bird, that was the only mm-hmm. um, food they could find. I was like, I bet you they're going to eat them kids. Damn. <laughs> well, mind you, in this trailer for a week, it was a white woman saying that she wanted to sacrifice this Hispanic girl. So I'm like, do we really want to go that route? <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> With no. what we got going on in America. No, <laughs> like right here, she looks like Zendaya a little bit. I don't to see me. Zendaya at no. all. I don't know you what don't. you <laughs> No, I don't see. I see Zendaya. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Why. I don't, we're looking at the movie poster for a week. And she yeah. and Maria saying that the girl that Gina Rodriguez looks like Zendaya, and I don't just see a, it at all. Just a smidge. If you have time right now, Google the, the trailer or mm-hmm. Google the movie poster for a week and tell us yep. in the comments. This is awake. If Gina Rodriguez looks anything yep. like Zendaya, because I don't see it. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I see it. I see it. She <laughs> looks like that's the look she gave um, John David um, Washington. Washington when she was sitting in the living room and he's calling her all those ugly little names. <laughs> I'm still mad at him about that one. Anyway, he was in that film tonight. Let me tell you something. When homie popped up on the film, because I totally oh, we forgot talk, he we was We're going to talk about that it. later. The first thing I was like, mm. <laughs> God. We're going to talk about that film later. It, sorry. But um, so, I thought this was an interesting premise, because number one, um, when you go through training in the military, they you know put you through a lot. And and usually in basic training, I know for the Army, um, you you end up doing a drill where you don't get a lot of sleep for about 48 hours. Mm. And I know I was about delusional on the third day. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I even pulled a 24-hour shift in Iraq. They was doing that. They had people working like 
a whole two or three days straight, no sleep, mm-hmm. and you got guns, you literally do become delusional. For them to say 30-something days, bro, how? I would have shot somebody by the fourth day because I'm <laughs> telling you, I was tri- like, it, you literally feel crazy. You Everything feels elusive. You know what I'm saying? So this this is um this is gonna be really um interesting to watch. I would have felt that because I'd have been asleep. My body, one thing, if it don't do anything else, it's gonna sleep. <laughs> Not on your song watch. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's again dropping on my birthday. It's a holiday. June and 9th this is um on Netflix. Net- Yo, Netflix is going off this month. They, yeah, they but I saw a, a trailer uh for Netflix. Uh, like earlier in this month, and they were talking about how they're gonna be releasing something new every Friday this summer. What? So like a new film? Well, I guess yeah. They got some old films up there, bangers. They do. Scarface is up there, guys. And it's bangers. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they ain't been remade yet. Uh, they tried. They they were talking about it, but see, mm-hmm. you know what they were trying to do, right? What makes whitewash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next trailer we got is for mm-hmm. the sequel to Venom, and it's going to be called Venom: Let There Be Carnage. Now, if you saw the first Venom that came out a few years ago, um, the post-credit scene showed Venom, or um, I think his name is Ed, <clears throat> or I think his name is Ed, something like that. Uh, but it shows Eddie Ed, Brock. Eddie, yeah, Eddie Brock. It shows him going and <clears throat> seeing um, Woody Harrelson's character, which is named. Cletus Cassidy, who plays Carnage. Cletus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cletus Cassidy, Car- uh, Carnage is also. Come on, Cletus. So, so uh, uh, Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. um, and Venom is attached to him. So it's like a different personality and all that is attached to him. And then Carnage is attached to Cletus. <laughs> now you said that, I'm just laughing when I say the name. But, um, so, but they don't have why they don't have that beside him. Oh, uh, I don't know Woody. But yeah, that's that's who he is. And so, um, in the trailer you saw, I mean, in the in the post credit scene you saw Woody Harrelson had this red curly fro and it, it looked horrible. Uh, <laughs> Not and so they've revamped him a little bit in the tra- in the trailer for the the sequel and that hair he still has the red hair it's just kind of straight now it's not the curly fro that it was before. So I was glad to see that. Um, and then we also get our first look at how Carnage Carnage is going to look in the film because we didn't see that in the mm-hmm. in the first one because he wasn't a part of it. So that was good to see that. Um, and one thing I noticed as well in the trailer, um, the trailer just dropped today, by the way. But um, Venom seems more comical in this one than he did in the first one, um, mm-hmm. because he was making the breakfast for for Eddie in the beginning, and he just like threw the plate on the table and he like slopped stuff together. And said, here you go, breakfast is served, or something like that. And then uh, as he go, they go into the convenience store, the woman speaks to, to Eddie, and then she speaks to Venom, and Venom speaks back. Mm-hmm. And um, then at the end- That's he, why I was wondering, yeah. like, is he a good guy? Or well, he's guy? always been played as like a villain towards Spider-Man. Mm. And so now in this, he's like an a anti-hero, but him and Carnage are- So Carnage is more like the Venom, the, the, the villain in this film. Mm. Um, whereas I guess he's like, uh, they're making him like a, not necessarily a hero, but a, I guess you call it anti-hero or something like that. Um, but he's the good guy, protagonist for the film. Okay. Um, <clears throat> cause at the end of the trailer, he's like, 
I guess Eddie is going back and forth with the the cashier in the the convenience store, and he's like, uh, "Permission to eat um, her, whatever her name was." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "No, you cannot eat her." <clears throat> and she was like, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I saw <laughs> that part. That was kind of um, funny. So yeah, so it looks like, like he's he's more uh, comedic in this in this film in the sequel. Very very cool. Um, and the film is going to be dropping on September twenty fourth. I believe it's a PG thirteen rating. Mm. Um, and it's directed by Andy Serkis, which I believe he directed the first one as well. If you don't know who Andy Serkis is, he was the guy in Black Panther who had the one the half arm, the white guy with the. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, that's Andy Serkis. So he directed this. This guy. Yep. <clears throat> well, well, well. So now Look everybody at should you. know who I'm talking about. Um, I and believe he's directed the... other films too. So yeah. Hmm. Outside of the Venom films. Yeah, getting that drop in September 24th. And it's, it's said in theaters only, so don't look for it on any streaming service. HBO Max is not getting this one. Um, yeah, so Y'all, speaking of, since she something. brought up networks and stuff. <clears throat> what you got? I just bought a couple of shares in Viacom. Oh. And that's Paramount know, Plus right there. And guess who else? Disney. HBO, HBO Max. Max Beyond. Okay. All right. No, I was playing. You getting that, uh, yeah. that, that, was it Dogecoin? Is that? Ah. Uh, okay. So let's about talk that. about it real, very quickly. Okay. Um, everybody thought Dogecoin was going to pop this weekend. It was going to break the dollar mark because Elon Musk was going to be on Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Well, he bombed like fuck. He did? Well, he said something stupid. And then everybody just like it just went down. It's like back down to like fifty, forty something oh, damn. now. <laughs> yeah, because he gonna because <laughs> um Michael Che and him were mm-hmm. doing this little skit mm-hmm. on I, you know Michael Che yeah, is right, and you know they do that little news the news yeah thing. The, 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 so they, yeah. Yeah, so him and Colin, right? So mm-hmm. they were at the desk and they were doing their little banter or whatever. And he kept asking Elon to explain. Elon. Elon. Why did I say that? <laughs> um, he kept asking him to explain um, the Dodge Deutsch coin, and um, I'm gonna play a little snippet of it. Hold on for a second. Well, what are you talking about? There? Let's go ahead and get into the next trailer, and then we'll come to that. Uh, that'll be the first hot topic. Yep. All right. So the next trailer. I'm very excited about because it's a trailer for a film that I'm in, a short film that I'm in that I've been promoting for a long time called Night Shift. And it's going to be dropping this Saturday. I don't know the exact time, but it will be dropping this Saturday, the 15th, May 15th. Uh, Yay! Appreciation. Thank you so much. (laughs) Kevin, working, working. Yeah. Um, But again, it's about these two cops. One's a rookie, one's a veteran, and they are working the night shift. And they have to go to this abandoned bowling alley because mm-hmm. they hear uh, an alarm system gets triggered over there. And, you know, some craziness ensues. So stay tuned for that. Uh, the trailer just dropped today. And if you have not seen it, you can see it on, um, well, right now it's on my story. I'm going to get the video so I can add it to my page mm-hmm. and make a post up there. But check out, you know, Postmortem Films. Uh, it'll be on their IG. And they're just at Postmortem Films, P-O-S-T-M-O-R-T-E-M. F-I-L-M-S or Nine Studio Productions is on their page as well. Um, but the film is dropping this Friday. I mean, Saturday. Starring myself, Jace Dakota out of Georgia or Atlanta. And uh, it's directed by David Pratt. 
of Nine Studio Productions and written by Pat Baker. Of, Shout out to David. Yeah. And written Pat. by Pat Baker of um Postmortem Films. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about this. The trailer looks good. <laughs> it's been getting a lot of good feedback. And I cannot wait for it to finally come out so everybody. It can does see. look good. Kevin always bringing the heat. Uh, you know, I try looking my best. like a veteran on screen. I try my best. I just, <laughs> I just didn't like the way I was looking at the end running. That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I didn't. Like. I wish they would say run a little faster because I looked like I was just <laughs> kind of struggling. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, I mean, somebody told me I was, you know, a little off with the running. I mean, this was a, a late night for me for real. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it still looks good. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. The premise sounds very interesting. Um, the um the storyline so yeah man Um, i am so proud of you and we are looking forward to seeing this film thank you and that's great at all all right let's go ahead and get into our hot topics now first one's gonna be what maria was talking about sorry guys i am like going off on these tangents (laughs) why elon must look like uh what's his name from tonight show um what's the guy the tonight show with uh the steven colbert Colbert. yeah looking like him (laughs) I can see why you say that. I thought it was Stephen Colbert at first, and then I was like, "Oh, that's Elon." Okay, that is, yep. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I heard it was, that Elon Musk was hosting uh, Saturday Night Live, and I was just like, "Why? He's not a comedian. He's not an entertainer. He's a he's a very rich man. Very <laughs> rich man. Is that all it requires you to be a host now? Or just be a rich person if you're not a, in the industry of like entertainment industry? Well, they're saying that he's been. Um, on other shows or whatever so sketch comedy shows not sketch comedy but i don't know well, i don't just know i'm on just shows think- to be interviewed because i mean anybody can say yeah i, I was on good morning america you know right. interviewed <laughs> yeah. I, i'm not sure um because they would you know they've been talking about it on several different platforms and um people keep saying well he's been on other shows that's been the argument and i'm just like first of all i don't watch mm. you know my 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 watching spectrum is very narrow mm-hmm. I know that's terrible to say, but honestly, that's just uh, what it is. I mean, it is. And so, um, I haven't seen him on anything. But so, what does he? What did, what did he say that that made that was so controversial that made Dogecoin drop down as uh, much as it did? Drop so, down to get his eagle on. <laughs> so he was trying to explain what Dogecoin was. I still don't know. Maybe I should have seen that because I, I still don't know what it is. He and and. Okay, hold on. So I think, hold on. Let's see. I think this is where it's at. <laughs> I don't know how much we can play without getting sued over here. Right. No, you'll be fine. About as real as that dollar. How <laughs> come? Are you making any sense of this? Me? Well, I've, I've actually been reading a lot about it. Yeah, and. Uh, I'm trying to diversify my investment portfolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, what is Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Well, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. I, I get that, but uh, what is it, man? <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you, it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money. Oh, so it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. I mean, it will. That's and boom. Oh, Goofy Goober <laughs> sold all of you got. No. Sold us out <laughs> for yeah. a punchline. I'm, I'm feeling. But you know what, though? 
So when it went, it it had a, like a huge dip a couple of weeks ago, and I got shook, and I sold um half of mine, mm-hmm. and I kept half just in case it came up. It did came it came up. I think it got all the way to about seventy cent from twenty one cent. I don't understand stocks. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um. We'll just leave it at that. Um, Do- Dogecoin um, did take a hit. Uh, everybody thought that his presence on the show was going to do well for it, and it kind of backfired. So damn. Um, That's why you should have your Yeah, but the thing about the market and cryptocurrency is the market always goes up and up and down. Um, mm. b- you know, Bill Gates could come out and say, "Hey, I just invested in Dogecoin." And next thing you know, boom, it's back and on again. You know what I'm saying? That's just how the game is. So, yeah. Okay. Well, mm. let's go ahead and move on to uh, another topic. I look, I don't. I just looked at my notes and I realized I don't even have a lot of topics tonight. Wait, <laughs> I have one for you. Okay, too. good. Because I got, I got verses, and we're okay. about to talk about that. Oh yes. Because I watched all of that today. Um, I watched part of it yesterday, but I, watched, I finished it up today, and I saw some. I caught some of it live, but I was watching the movie. And I just I didn't stop the movie. I was watching to watch verses. I know, kill me. Um, no, well, don't literally kill me. That's, don't. <laughs> I don't know why it was the first thing that popped in my head to say, but that's just anyway. <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead and hop into the verses then, since this you know this mm-hmm. is the thing. By the way, we didn't say last week, and I should have said, but I I didn't even realize that Sunday was Mother's Day. So that's why last week I didn't say Happy Mother's Day in advance to you all, all the mothers out there. Aww. So I do apologize. That's okay. Uh, yes. We forgive again, you. And I've already told Maria Happy Mother's Day yesterday, yeah. but again, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, Thanks. And uh, Happy Belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, yeah. We hope that you had a great Mother's Day. I know that I enjoyed time with my mother. Uh, um, we went out to eat, you know, bought a dinner, and um, we're getting her massage. My brother and uh, my sister and I were getting her massage. Uh, because she likes to get massages, so we're gonna take let her go mm-hmm. and get a massage. Went um, on the day of her choosing, and uh, love you, mom. She listens to the show, so thank you for telling me. Oh, happy yeah. Mother's Day! I told her on um, Facebook, uh, "Happy yeah. Mother's Day!" But again, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Miss Dunn. Um, so yeah, and Happy Mother's Day to your mother as well. Uh, um, yeah, in heaven, hallelujah. Yeah, happy, my happy grandmother. You can say, yeah, grandmother. Yeah, shout out to Dot Williams. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, See, oh, you got, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do verses, but let's let's talk about this story that, she, that Maria just pulled up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the news came out today that Paris Jackson is joining American Horror Story in, in a, the family uh, mystery role. They don't know what she's role she's gonna be playing, but um, this season is getting interesting. Yeah, we got, got Paris Macaulay Culkin. Boy, um, is that the name of the the season double feature? Is that the name of the season? That's I think so. Double feature. Hmm. Yeah, it says uh, American uh, Horror Story season ten mystery became even more interesting. Paris Paris Jackson, the model, the musician, and actress, has joined the FX horror anthology franchise as an undisclosed role. All right, and this is coming from um, Entertainment Weekly. She had that uh, one role on um, Star. She, she did. Yeah, she had a role in that. I haven't seen her in nothing, uh, yeah, or I maybe didn't want... I didn't realize that that was her. Yeah, I didn't watch the show, but it was like one episode I saw that she was in. 
and I think I did see that episode. Uh, well, I'm glad she's like living mm-hmm. her life because at one point, you know, people were just really giving her hell. Yeah, because I mean, you know, she was. <laughs> I mean, she was just uh talking, you know, living off of the you the money made that my her. Because I see you over there eating. <laughs> yeah. Up. Here. She's living Sorry. off of the money. You know, her father left and I mean, you know. I mean, honestly, she doesn't have to do anything because she's she's Paris Jackson. She's Michael mm-hmm. Jackson's daughter. Um, but it's good that she's out here, you know, trying to do something. I mean, because why not use that, you know, that that uh celebrity that you have from your father, that fame that your father had to get a, a step up above the rest of us that are trying to get roles in these projects. <laughs> Let me not go ahead and sound like oh, I'm being a, a, a Debbie Downer or anything like that. Because if I had a, a famous parent, I would do the same damn thing. I, sometimes I wish that one of my parents was famous so that I could get a leg up. Because it's hard out he here. Yeah, I am here for the nepotism. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's the word, nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be, I just, I, I can't wait to see what the season's going to be because they haven't been giving a lot of information. And usually mm-hmm. like the film, the season's not the film, the season's drop around like October, September. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm waiting to see like a trailer. I'm guessing, you know, shortly, you know, because it's already May, we're going to get some kind mm-hmm. of trailer. So I'm thinking maybe June, July we get a trailer. I'm hoping hopefully, because so. I, I just want to know. I mean, I'm ready to see Macaulay Culkin and how he looks. I wonder if he's gonna be playing like the uh, the type of characters that the uh, I can't remember the guy's name who's usually on all pretty much all the seasons. Evan, mm-hmm. Evan, something the, the blonde, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's on a lot of them. I wonder if he's gonna be kind of taking in that role. If he's gonna have some kind of sadistic role or something like that. Or some I don't know, but Macaulay Culkin's face is spooky. So. <laughs> I think he can definitely pull off something creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he definitely, I haven't seen him play anything uh, creepy or evil Mm-mm. since The Good Son, which I saw that, that film was, and again. And he recently. was, yo, he killed that. He did. He did. He killed that because he was so unassuming with his, he was such a cute kid. <laughs> Dang, he was so stinking cute and wow. <laughs> did not age well. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he recently came out. He got he wanted he became a father. He's a he had a daughter, a daughter, or some kind of child. I don't know if it was a daughter or a son. But recently, with um an actor, Disney actress, Brenda Song, she was a um, Disney actress. Actress, yeah, she was. She's on, still a Disney actress. Well, for our former, I guess, because she was. I was on, about uh, to say because that sounds very like she's a yeah, kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was on like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody back in the day. And, okay. And some of the Disney original films back then. Okay. Um. Yeah, she's an Asian uh woman, but uh, I hadn't seen okay. her in a long time. Yeah. So. POC, yeah. I got. Mm-hmm. I like that. POC live. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season of American Horror Story because that's my show. Yes. Yeah. I've seen I every episode. Yo, when I tell you between um this show and True Blood, I've watched over and over again, like seasons. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite season? Um, three. Coven. Yep. That's mine too. <laughs> and that was the first time Angela Bassett brought her sex ass up there. Wee! Boy, queening. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Queening. Good, and it was so good they had to bring it back for like season eight. Or what was it? Nine. Season, season, season nine? Yep. That was when the, they did the Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse. Yep. Damn, that was the last season? I thought it was something no, else. That yep, was the last one? It was nine because okay. um 10 was a 1984. Wait, no, this is 10 right here. So that was that was eight, so nine was nineteen eighty four. Oh, so this, I'm getting my yeah, mess. Yeah. Yep, that so is it was ten. Eight. It was eight. So nineteen eighty four so was nine, the last season. Yep, 
1984 was the last season. Yeah. I go yeah. sometimes I go back and watch eight because of the coven. Mm. Um and Queenie. Yeah. Cause I love Gab- Queenie. Was that Gabrielle Sia? Yeah. 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 She Man. was in, uh, she made an appearance in Hotel as well. See, I didn't watch that one. That's the the I didn't watch Hotel. I didn't watch Asylum. Oh, that, Asylum was good. It just seemed like it was too much going on. No, uh, I need to go back and watch that too. And and then I didn't watch um what was the season when they were just running around killing people? Running around killing people. It was like some political Oh, that was the uh the cult. Yeah, yeah I didn't cult. watch that one. I watched like one episode. I said, okay, nah, y'all just in here just hacking people for no damn reason. <laughs> no rhyme or reason. They just walk in the house and chop you in your head. I was like, every, mm. every, it was like every freaking scene, it was some gruesome murder mm. kill. I was just with no motive. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Well, Hotel, that was, I just found out, because um, I watched Hotel um, maybe a couple years after it came out, but I just found out after I watched the Cecil Hotel um, documentary or docuseries on Netflix. That it was based off of that. Yep. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. There was some shit that went on in that Cecil Hotel. Yeah, man. Even mm-hmm. that girl, uh, what they call the Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had um, been seen around there a couple times. So it was on a popping back in the day. Because <laughs> they, yeah. like they explained in the documentary, like um, you can get a room tre- cheap there. Mm-hmm. And people were um, falling short of their dreams in Cali and yeah. wanted to stay there. But they say um, it's still up. Well, it got they rebranded. Yeah, they rebranded because it had been uh, shut down, and they rebranded it something else. Yeah, um, it's called the Stay and something. I think it's yeah. like a bed and breakfast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They re like painted it and everything. Mm-hmm. But you, th- I mean, but I wouldn't say that. No, I'm saying like you don't think the spirits and all yeah, that they, stuff, they, the, they, they, the bad juju ain't still in there. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't use it. Yo, but you know what though? What? I would film in there. Shit, not me. I would. Not, I'll film not in me. there. If you film in there, you might as well stay there. No. If something can happen when you film in there. Something can happen when you filming it. Listen, we can we can film like a sun downtown. When the sun go down, we need to get so there. Like, oh, you think they just, the ghost is just gonna be like, oh, oh, it's not the sun is not down. I can't come out. No, listen. I'm just saying, Jeez, it would be, uh, it, yo, I'm, I'm telling you, I know it would they be freaking film <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, we going to curfew. I know it would be film come out now. <laughs> Sun ain't down. <laughs> yo, I know who to take with me. You know what i won't be me. <laughs> and I know Steph ain't no, going. I know Steph. No, yeah. Steph do not mess with those spirits. That's okay. That's I know well, who to take that. with me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I know who to take with me because, hey, I know some people who, like, shoot, they run around chasing goddamn tornadoes around the country. I know you're going to this house with me. Come on. No, I was no, playing, you y'all. Risk your life. But, yeah, no. man, we're excited. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. Hopefully, Ryan Murphy don't do too much satanic freaking story. Like, they, you know, they... They did it with Apocalypse. They had the Satan going on there. They had the Satan with the uh, 1984. Yeah. With the it was guy just who was the same from. thing. Yeah. It was, yeah. That was um, another reason that. that R- Ramirez. Yeah. He was in, he stayed in, in the, uh, the hotel. Uh, yeah. In real yeah. life. So, yeah. they, you know, that's, that's, that's something they really touch on real things that happen. Yeah. That's um, why I love this show. Yeah. Because all those characters, even down to the clown. Mm-hmm. The clown was a real thing too. Was a real thing. Like they yeah. were all based off of real characters. I love just. And then show. they had a season in North Carolina. 
They did? Roanoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They the sure guy, did. Because the guy came from like Raleigh, I think it was. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Sure did. I was like, we're putting this on the map. Okay. Hey, listen. Let me tell you something. North Carolina is on the map because y'all know I dip yeah. in true crime yeah. all day. And North Carolina is just a state. Just sidebar real quick. North Carolina is that state where you can just see a lot. Like we have mountains, we have beaches. Yep. Some states you don't, you get either or. We get mountains here, we got beaches here. Mm-hmm. We got the city, we got the country. It's just, it's a lot in one state and it's beautiful. It is. It yeah. is very beautiful yeah. terrain. Yeah. All right, so let's move on down to the next topic and then we're going to get into our review. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is actually going to take a little minute. But the verses would escape an SWV. That happened on Saturday. Um, first of all, these ladies been in the game for for decades and they all look beautiful, but the two standouts for me. I get into that later, matter of fact. Let's just let's 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 talk about how it started off. So, you know, they now they've turned into a production and it's not just, you know, the artists on their phone or iPads or whatnot. Then now they have DJs that are, you know, like a pre show. A big stage. Yeah, big stage and all that. It's, it's all a big production. The crane cameras and all that getting different angles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had DJ A1, uh, who was the DJ for SW, I mean, for Escape. And mm-hmm. I, I knew when I saw how, how the Ratchet music he was playing that he was going to be the DJ for them. Because they kind of hood. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then SWV had Spinderella. Mm-hmm. And I said, come on here. Because S- I mean, cause Salt and Pepper ain't giving her anything. So it's anything. good that... That y'all took the time to give her the shine on a big platform like Versus right now. So I was mm-hmm. I was loving that. And, you know, she had on her, her dress that had SWV and Escape on it. That was a nice dress. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a legend, too. So she deserved her flowers. And yep. Salt and Pepper really just did her wrong. They did. That's why Pepper's face looks like that. Yep. Karma. Um, Karma. <laughs> nah. I'm really surprised that um, Salt, because I know um, Peppa's messy. I see her on, re- I mean, for God's sake, she's been mm-hmm. on a reality show for four years. Mm-hmm. Only people who are messy <laughs> last that long on those shows. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I expect that from her. But Salt, like you would use a Bible thumper. Yeah, use she was. Jesus she was on level. stomp. Yeah. Like when I she think about the goodness. Like she won't even do what a man because <laughs> yeah. of her Christian values. But yeah. you, where's your Christian values when but, it comes uh, to Cinderella? Well, you know what? Acting Christian to me because some of the Christians are some of the most yep. gutter snipes Come, that I've ever met. Come on you want to talk about the people? They, they so judgy, but they be doing most of the damn. The most they do the most gutter snipe shit Come behind the closed doors. As a matter of fact, I saw. Uh, did you see the story of that pastor that? Mm. Uh, Mm. What was the mm-hmm. pastor in New Jersey? Was he in New Jersey? A Hillsong pastor. Ooh! And uh, <laughs> I saw the story today. And it's acting like a week old. But I'm just going to say it real quick. Holy Ghost! But the, <laughs> the pastor, he was uh, he posted a picture of him after he had worked out. Mm-hmm. And he had, you saw him, he had the Spanish mm-hmm. on. He had like the, the whole dick print and everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you <laughs> you added this girl to your story, your close friend story by accident? By accident? That's what you say. Ooh. You try to show that meat and try to get that lay holy hands on her. Child. <laughs> But anyway, of God, <laughs> that ain't none of Son my business. Of God, <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, back to you know, Salt and Pepper, they they did spend their wrong, but they she got her uh, justice on. Versus yeah, she looked it great. She too. did, and she did a great job DJing. She showed why mm-hmm. she is a DJ, and has been doing it for decades, yeah. three decades. I want to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so she was on there as their DJ, and. Now back to who I said look good. 
I don't know what's going on with Taj and Latasha, Taj from SWV mm-hmm. and Latasha Scott from Escape. Mm-hmm. But those women look so mother fine. Okay. All right. I had to look at this. I almost <laughs> licked the chocolate on my screen. Taj came out there. First of all, lick body. Legs. Mm-hmm. Bow. You know, she Booty. works out. Bow. She works out. This girl out. been working out. Her husband is in the NFL. Yeah, he is. Well, he was. Or, um, yeah, was in the NFL. Um, and I know yeah. they was on a for they one had, season. Yeah, they had a reality show, yeah. It was like one season. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, um, she did look yeah, great. Yeah, she had those cut-off jeans, shorts. Her legs Leg, You amazing. can tell she, she, she doesn't like, skip leg day. They like in they late 40s, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. Don't late, they late look 40, Probably 50. Well, I don't know. But definitely late 40s. Yeah. Um, they look fucking look, amazing. Look good. But Taj just, I just, every time, I was like, please stand up. Every time she was, and they had her in the middle, and she stood up, I was like, yes. <laughs> First yeah. of all, I want to say that their vocals was A1. One. One. Yeah. Learn something, children. You're- No auto-tune. None of that whisper singing, yeah. <laughs> no, let me hear that. No, that hit the bottom <laughs> of my toes, man. Listen, listen. Oh my God, they took me back. Yeah. I guess so. Man, listen. Oh, and then Latasha, Latasha Scott had on like this black. I guess everybody, the theme was like black because they all had like black on. Uh, Taja's jean shorts were like a, a stone wash denim, but um, <laughs> but Latasha Scott had on a black jumpsuit and. Mm. I, I realized she was married last night because she called her, her husband's name out. His name is uh, mm-hmm. Rocky. But uh, oh, you she... didn't see their reality show then? No, I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I didn't watch the Escape reality he, show. Um, he was on there. Yeah, because he was. Um, he manages her. No. Oh. oh yeah. You know what? I saw Unsung back. Then. I wonder if it's the same one that was managing her back then, mm-hmm. which broke the group up. Yeah, it's oh, same so guy. Still... I guess they made up then. Everybody in the group. Yeah, they had to wait. It was a whole, like they did it was a, a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, damn. Because um, Candy I, wasn't even gonna fuck with him. Till, yeah. Yeah. Because I saw the other song and I was like, well, damn, I ain't know she was still married to that guy. But anyway, he ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got his money. Okay. <laughs> shoot that shot. <laughs> but damn, she looks so good. So Rocky, watch she your back. She sounded. No, First of all, I've always felt like she's her vocals carry that group. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Well, you, well, well listen Tiny Don't sleep on Tiny No Tiny brought it last Tiny night Tiny definitely showed you why That she wasn't just a background yeah. singer Tiny did bring the noise but All of I, them actually could sing She brought it But I want to talk about Go ahead What is happening with sis legs I was looking at her A Tiny? Yeah Okay I didn't pay much attention to her I just looked at Natasha and, and Tasha that's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like, why is her legs looking like that? Y'all, when you go and get these surgeries, my God, you have to understand that you got to get make sure your doctor is doing the right measurements thighs from your thighs match. to your ass. That ratio just that yeah. ratio was off like a motherfucker. <laughs> now I don't know if maybe it started out that way and maybe she lost some weight because I mm. know she's going through a lot right now. They could make her lose weight. Yeah. But it's like she's losing weight but her ass still back there yeah. holding on yeah strong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like she it was look making her look 
you know, way smaller yeah. than maybe she really kind of is. You know what I'm saying? But yo, Tiny sounded amazing. Um, Candy, she sounded good. Yes, she um, even um, what's the light skinned girl from SWV? Uh, Lily. Lily yeah. even brung some heat. Yeah, she did. There was one song that I didn't even realize that was her verse. Yeah, because um, I actually have that album. It was from the um, the I Missed Us album when they came back after all those years. Mm-hmm. And this came out in 2012. Uh, but yeah, she... I was like, okay. Yeah, because she was the one who actually got them to come back together. Right. Because yeah. she got them to do that reality yeah. show. Y'all know me. I'm a reality yeah. junkie. We already talked about that. <laughs> and, and I saw on the show, because remember on the show, she got her ass done. Okay. Okay. I didn't watch the show, but okay. And then she was kept trying to get them together, but I, I never heard her sing by herself. Mm-hmm. It was always Coco, Coco, Coco. Yeah. And I thought, um, just to bring this up, I thought Coco was being an ass that night um, at the verses because mm-hmm. she had like this oh, yeah. attitude I on her face, but she did explain what that was. And I just thought she was having one of her Coco moments, like Diva you moment. bitches need me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you type of thing. So I was like, oh, come on, Coco. This is verses yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> for one night, get over yourself. But she did. She did come out of it. So um, what, what did she say happened? Because I, I just want you to tell them what happened because I know what happened. Oh, so Coco said that um, the night before or that, yeah, the night before mm-hmm. of the, the show, um, a woman got sh- shot and killed in front of her um, hotel room and she saw the whole thing mm-hmm. and she was having um, panic attacks uh, as a result of it. And so her son had to calm her down and um, give her some emotional support or whatever. So that's why she was looking uncomfortable on stage. Uh, Cause she was still reeling from that, and I could totally understand. I get that, um, but I, I'm glad she did let us know because at first, really, um, maybe she remembered that she left a sour taste in our mouths on from the reality the show because yeah, that was the yeah. last time we really seen yeah, her on TV. I, I, yeah, I didn't like it when I saw. I did you see? see. I saw an episode, and I was like, "Why is she acting like that?" You see, yeah. and then you realize why the group couldn't continue to yeah. go on. So that's what we thought. I'm I'm glad she cleared that up. And um it yeah. So but mm-hmm. I didn't watch the entirety from start to finish. I didn't either. I, kind I, of I watched it on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube today because the whole thing is up there. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so um there was one point that it was like trending on like social media and all that. And that's when they were singing, uh, when Escape was singing Am I Dreaming? Mm-hmm. And it got to the part of Tiny's part. And <laughs> DJ skipped her part and she looked back at him like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? And then she just got mad and <laughs> she looked back at him again <laughs> and she was pissed that he skipped that part. And I said, well, Tiny, I know one thing you better not skip. That's that damn court date. Oh! <laughs> Yo, that's I, fucked I up. Go, I said I won't go say no shit. Like, that's damn, fucked up. My bad. That's fucked up. No, Tiny, we still love you. We love you. Yeah, man, that... <laughs> Man, she innocent. <laughs> Leave that woman alone, man. She innocent. No, I'll, put, I'll put majority on that on T.I. anyway. Um, I don't think, man, they innocent. I know you said that. I got my my views. You got no, yours. No, that's cool. That's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I still feel like they innocent. <laughs> Too many damn women for me to say they innocent, but go ahead. Nah, nah, nah. But go on, Queen. No. Yeah, I'm going off. I'm going off. Because they already done took my TV dad. You won't get T.I. You won't take him. Fuck y'all. You won't take him. 
<laughs> nah, oh, <I> was <laughs> um, but one of the highlights for me is uh, SWV. They played a remix of "You're the One for Me," featuring Jay Z, which I had never heard that Ooh. remix before. I hadn't either. But they was they said how Lily was talking about how back in the day they used to record like a song four or five five different ways, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them they just knew one of them was gonna take off. Um, of course, for me the original took off. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is one with Jay Z. I didn't know they even had a feature with Jay Z before, and mm-hmm. so SWV came back. I mean, Escape came back, and they decided to play a song that Candy wrote for Destiny's Child called "Bills, Bills, Bills." So it's like went from mm-hmm. Jay Z to Beyonce, and I'm like, okay, I see what y'all are doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Escape got up and sing sung the song tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that which, was my shit right which there. Which was a song I think they said it wasn't released as a single, but mm-hmm. everybody was requesting it. And they sung that song. That was like the first time they really got up and sang. And when they sang it, the way I got chills through my body when mm. they sung that song, I just had to stop. Because I was working at the same time as I was listening. Mm-hmm. I stopped everything I was doing and was just focused on the screen. Because mm-hmm. I was like, they are singing their ass off. Yes. And I know how yes. Katty is. She don't get up on stage unless there's a check involved. So she's not going to be. That's why she didn't want to tour with them like that. Because mm-hmm. like, she didn't want to, you know, the money won't write for her. Mm-hmm. But she did this verses and. They that song like really let them all like kind of shine in that, um, yeah. And it was just like <clears throat> yo that these women that really was the song back in the day. Like if you was in in the music scene, like your whole group had to be able to sing that yeah. and hit them notes, baby. And, and SWV said that one time during one of their songs, uh, Coco was like, "Yeah, just letting y'all know we all can sing lead." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, a minute, I was at first like, is she trying to take a shot at Escape? But I was like, no, she's not doing that. Cause you know they all cool with each other, yeah, um, and they all can sing lead too, um, yeah, and they have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all those ladies that on that stage could sing lead. Yeah, and, I've seen the kids in the in the comments section yeah. talking about some man. All my they, they said all my aunties can sing, and I was like, okay. <laughs> or you could just say um, these are vocal icons. Yeah. Period. Another highlight. Um, I wonder. You know, at that point in time in R&B game, like, you sung full voice. Yeah, you sung full voice. They had artist development. You know, um, you had to really have the chops. Yeah, because there was no social media. There was no really, like, no following you could build on social media to sell true. your own stuff. Because it's like now, um, you don't you don't come across the Jennifer Hudson's. Oh, it's no. a lot of... All they got to do is have a following. They can be models and decide they want to... Dabble in singing and whatnot, yeah, rapping. It's like a lot of. Uh, I ain't gonna call a- nobody else, a- but you know, you a- were- Yonke, whatever or whatever the the little oh, girl Janae Janae Aiko, yeah. And I mean, they sound cute. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but it's like, yo, I I come from a, a era of soul. I like mm-hmm. soul music. That's why I love gospel music. Yeah, you got the Kelly you know Price's, the Whitney's. Yes, Faith I Evans. want you to ground me into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I want my shoes to come off. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love Fantasia. Like, oh yeah, Fantasia. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I've seen her perform live, Bruh, I haven't, but yeah. man, I would love to. Yeah, I went to a concert of hers. She reminds me of Patty so much. Yeah, um, she does. Because when when that thing get good, two of them shoes coming Kick off. Kick them shoes right on off <laughs> and relax your feet and party on down to yes, a Fantasia. Yeah, that beat. country, that country. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about to give it to him. And and it's like you don't really. Um, I don't really see that anymore in the game. So, yeah. speaking of Patty, though, uh, 
SWV sing a song, If Only You Knew, which they did a cover of that yep. little song. It's actually on that I Missed Us album in 2012. I remember when they had that, yeah. yeah. And so Patti LaBelle is actually Grammy nominated, but they actually, SWV also was Grammy nominated for that song that they did. Uh, they didn't win that yet, but they, they were nominated for doing that cover song. Mm -hmm. And they're also nominated for, they were nominated for Best New Artist in 1994, which I didn't know that. Mm. Um, so they've been nominated for two Grammys. Um, and then, see, one more thing with uh, Escape is when they did the song, Who Can I Run To? They remixed it at the beginning with DJ Luke Nasty's song. Because that song, Who Can I Run To? has been sampled a few times over the past couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. And so they remixed it and then they came in with their version of it. And I thought that was dope. Mm -hmm. DJ One, though, he was really kind of fucking up for, for them. Because he was like, he messed up a couple of uh, songs for Tiny. And she just kept, she got to the point. She just looked like she was tired. She just sat her ass down and said, fuck all this. This DJ is cutting up. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I thought it was good. Now, I don't want to end this shit. Did you have any highlights for you that stood up? No, it was the tonight. That's why I really got loud. Oh, yeah. At oh, this point, was... I didn't care what my neighbors thought. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you. Uh, your post on social media. You said they probably. What did you say? The other they day? busted my name. Either my neighbors think I'm in a band, or they know verses is on. But we'll find <laughs> out tomorrow morning at morning hellos. Because if it's awkward, then I know they heard me. Yeah. It was. It was good. Man, I mean, this is one of the I best did ones. feel I felt chills at yeah. that moment too. That took me back. Yeah. Man. It looked good. I I still kind of liked the way we started out. Okay, we just the one the homegrown, the more intimate. Because now it yeah. feels so commercialized. Yeah, it is. Whereas, well, it's been sold now, so yeah. yeah. And and I'm happy for its success or whatever. But I always thought it was gonna keep it kind of personal you know what i'm saying where but, we're in their space and they're yeah. kind of comfortable and but i mean how would it, i mean you having four people and three people sharing a I phone i mean you could something. still kind of do that but not sharing a phone but you can kind of you could do a live stream with a dslr like okay, a little so camera fancy, like that that's a fancy stuff I don't know you know what i'm saying <laughs> you can do that with it and still have the group oh what i'm saying is kind of like how they did with beanie man and and, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. that was still Bounty small killer. and intimate. You know what I'm well, saying? I mean, it's two people, but I mean, you got two groups though. And yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, to share some, the top and the bottom that, of the screen. Yeah, yeah, it's you hard can do for that. us when we go live. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I be trying to get my head in the right spot, <laughs> especially That's when you true. add somebody onto it. But I mean, three, four people. I mean, you know, it, it can work. But I, I kind of, I think when it's like groups, I can see it like that. Now, if it's just like one artist, like if Beyonce and Rihanna decide to do it. You mm -hmm. know, them doing it, you know, with the whole top and bottom of the screen on IG. I'm cool with that. You think Beyonce would ever do a versus battle? Ever? I don't know. I don't think she'd do one, but I know she'd be in those comments. I know she'd be there mm -hmm. with, her, with her Finsta account. Because I know her and Jay-Z were on that last night. I mean, not last night, but Saturday night looking at the show. Because mm -hmm. who's going to miss this? Beyonce right. is a legend uh, in the making, but she is not going to miss a versus like this. Right. That's true. Especially when it's about girl groups and they playing some of her songs. These are facts. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I thought I want Missy to do one. That's what everybody keeps saying. And I keep Missy, saying get Missy, your ass on But it's there. like you It's gonna have to be with a dude though. That's what I'm like. The only person I can think is she could do something with I keep saying bust around, but people saying no, that's not No, nah, I think that's fair. Because I'm like that's yeah, fair Aaron as fuck. Bust around they have the same energy, yeah, the they, same they have the content. Videos. 
They they but, wasn't talking about no gangster shit. They music yeah. was fun. But then people say, well, Missy is not just a rapper. She's a singer. She's a writer. She's a producer. And Buster and... Rhymes, she's just a rapper. And it's like, if you're going to Missy- So he don't write his own shit? I mean, he writes his stuff, but you said, Missy writes stuff for other people. Like, oh. She writes, she's written for a lot of artists, like Monica and Fantasia. And the list goes on and on. It's like, she can play those for songs real. too. And for, yeah, for real. He is. Yeah, he's- for real, it would be good. For real. Because he's a producer, he's a writer, he's a singer, he's Boom. a rapper. For, come on now, for real. For, and they both from VA, my let's home go. state. For real versus Missy, let's get that let's on the line. Go. That's got to be the Pharrell season finale. Pharrell and Missy. Pharrell let's and Missy. campaign yeah. that. Y'all go ahead and hashtag Pharrell and Missy. Pharrell and Missy versus. Get up under the, um, the, the posts and, yeah. Yeah, and tagging uh, versus. I'm, you this, know, is I'm doing that, yeah. this is Pharrell who we want. This is who we want. Pharrell and Missy got to do the verses. Yes. Yeah, yes, that even, would be oh man. Yeah, when I yeah. tell you I'm gonna be dancing that, all that'd night. Be that, that'd be my favorite one. First of all, Missy already knows. Yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, of course, with these verses, there are no winners. They, they, this is a celebration of great music from a time when music was good and not mm-hmm. like what it is today. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it just and it's just it's crazy how now we've become like our parents and how they all back back then they were like y'all don't know nothing about good music yep because this is what we had back in the 70s and whatnot now yep. it's like the 90s we telling the, the the generation z and all that today y'all don't know anything about good music <laughs> y'all sampling our stuff and putting it on y'all's tiktoks these are facts <laughs> making the challenges these are facts <laughs> y'all don't know anything trying to redo our dances yeah. yeah redoing our dances they got the you know they had the the nelly what was that the uh busted challenge Yep. And that was a sample of Nelly's song. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot in here. Yep. Let's and see. I'm like, y'all just Baby. it's just crazy to think how Generation Z is gonna be telling that to whatever generation is gonna a couple of generations gonna come after them in twenty years, saying they don't know anything about good music. The music of today is gonna be the music they're referring to as good music. Child, and by the like, time these <laughs> mofos come along, man, they probably ain't even gonna be saying words in their songs. You know? These niggas gonna be like, oh, also, speaking of music, okay, so we good on the verses? Absolutely. It was great. It was great. I don't know what's coming next, but I'm looking forward to what's coming next, the next verses. And it needs to be Missy and for real. I think they did announce one, but I can't remember. Or the one that might be the next possible, I should say. But I think it's some rappers. Okay. I didn't watch the Red Man and Myth. I peeked in for a little bit. Yeah, I had to go look at Zaddy's. That was 420. They look like they don't age, man. <laughs> Gosh, don't crack. They look so great, man. <laughs> These guys are in their 50s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you you know, um, Redman is being added to um, Power Book 2. Oh, yeah? As uh, Method Man's brother. Damn, okay. <laughs> I like So that. he's going to be on next season. Yeah. They had that album together called Blackout uh, back in the early or late nineties, matter of fact. Yeah. Um. And they did that movie. They did. Yeah, they did. How high? That shit was funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. speaking of music, one of my favorite rappers, J Cole, is dropping it. He released. He announced last week that he's dropping mm-hmm. an album this Friday called The Off Season. <laughs> of course, it's North Carolina Zone. And uh, yeah. today he dropped um, the Off Season. Um, Documentary. Documentary, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was only 12 minutes. I wish it was longer, but it was 12 minutes, but I watched it, mm-hmm. and I'm even more hyped for the album. And I just, J. Cole is just an artist who just, he just seems like he's so like, 
he's he's doing he's not doing anything for the fame. He's doing it just for the art. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of just hides away once he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, be and, out the way. And he like he he doesn't live in like you know L.A. and all that. He lives like in North Carolina, mm-hmm. in Raleigh. Matter of fact, uh, I want to say because people have seen him here. Um, and I, I just he's one of my favorite artists, and to be from North Carolina, I just I love that mm-hmm. even more. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking for. I can't wait to Friday. I'm gonna need that music because on my way back from Wilmington, I'm gonna be bumping that because I won't have time to really listen to it on Friday. But best believe Saturday when I come back, it's gonna be <laughs> on the road, my That's on the road dope. playlist. That's dope. Yeah. Speaking of albums coming out, I think um, Nicki Minaj is dropping her album Friday, Pink Friday version something three. Another version of? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a release date or um. I shared mm. it with somebody. Nicki Minaj. She's been, you know, she's been uh, like kind of laying low for a while. So she I saw that her to. song LLC was like number one on iTunes on all the uh, different charts on iTunes. I don't know what happened if it was a TikTok challenge or something that got that to happen. But oh, she hasn't dropped it yet, but okay. it's coming. I guess yeah. she's trying to recreate um, one of the posters. It's terrible. She okay. should have just hit me up. I like, wonder if that's doing response to her song LLC becoming number one on all the iTunes charts. Over the past couple of days. Possibly. Because I was just like, where did this come from? How did that happen? I didn't even hear anybody playing this song. Then all of a sudden, I, I see it's trending and it's number one on all the iTunes shows. And I'm like, well, what? That, that, I'm assuming when something like that happens, it has to be TikTok. Possibly. That, that they got it, it popping. Because that's the thing now. Yeah. Um, artists get, you know, these um, popping TikTokers who dance. Yeah. And dance to their music, and then that's thing you know, it's a trend. Yeah, because that's what happened to Soldier Boy. His song "Make It Clap." That song went number one on Billboard, and I'm like, Soldier Boy number one on Billboard. But you know what? Um, if you actually listen to the whole song, uh-huh. it's actually ass. I can believe that. I mean, it's Soldier Boy. I don't expect that to be anything prolific. Nah, man, don't play Draco like that. I don't expect bars when it comes in. I like Draco. <laughs> that's I, my. Well, I can't like him anymore. I forgot. I, I told you guys. He, um, yeah, his behavior has been sus with women, and I can't support that. Oh yeah, it has been for a while. Yeah, I've been seeing. I saw him on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, yeah, it's another girl came out after that incident. Um, she's doing. I him. can believe it. Um, yeah. she was like, she was his girl, and he was raping her. Um, and stuff. Like he that. and them drugs got to him bad too, cause he was. Yeah, he looks. He went live the other day, and I saw him. I was like, "Damn, he he what? back on him again." He he just got out of rehab. Like his he face, went to the rehab during quarantine. Uh, well, he just looked like his face just looked dry, looked unmoisturized. I mean, I, I thought know. he was drying out. He, he looks dried out, like he looks gray. Yeah, yeah. He don't look like he has like I'm a like, man. Come on, now. You vibrant color. Yeah, like he's losing, like life is being siphoned mm-hmm. out of him. Yeah, he don't look well. Man, you gotta let that stuff go. I mean, seriously, just go heal, nigga. Why you keep going to the hospital and not doing the work? God damn it. Put that shit down and go heal. Shit. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the film that we're going to review on this episode, which is titled Monster, starring Kelvin Harrison Jr., Nas, Jennifer Hudson, uh, ASAP Rocky. Say his name. Oh, John David Washington. Ow. Ow. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It dropped this past Friday. Uh, but y'all stay tuned. We can go to the break. We'll be right back. What's up, fam? Are you enjoying the show so far? Well, listen, become an official member of the show by giving a small monthly contribution to the show 
every month from 99 cents to 9.99. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm slash listen to this fam. You can choose between 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. And what that does, that helps us get better microphones, lighting, cameras, all that good stuff to help the show run smoother for you guys to tune into every week. So again, go to anchor.fm slash listen to this fam and become a supporter of the show. Now let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. As we said before the break, we're going to be reviewing the film on Netflix that dropped on Friday called Monster, starring Kelvin Harrison Jr. Um, and he was in a film that he actually reviewed a few, uh, not a few years ago, <laughs> last year. He reviewed a film called Loose, mm-hmm. um, starring him and Octavia Spencer. Um, and he's really been coming up over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. really getting a lot of lead roles. And like, I don't know where he came from before. But to me, Luke was like the first thing I saw him in, and he was the lead in that. So I'm like, he's really. I think that's the only movie. Well, I know before, like we see people in Hollywood, it's like people have their come up stories overnight. They've really been putting in the work for years. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, when I get that big Hollywood film that I'm leading mm-hmm. in, just know I've been working. It wasn't overnight. Okay. When it comes. Now. Um, yeah, so coming. starting him, and it's executive produced okay. by. Um, Nas and Jeffrey Wright, who both star in the film as well, um, and it's starring ASAP Rocky, Jennifer Hudson, and some, uh, oh, John David Washington. Let me not forget that name for Maria. Mm-hmm. John David Washington, which at I first I was thinking he won't have that big of a role, um, but he had bigger than what I thought. He really <clears throat> didn't. That was a little. Oh, and Jerome Jerome's in this as well. You know, from when they see us, Emmy mm-hmm. Emmy Award winning Jerome Jerome. Um, okay, get it yeah. right. Put some respect on his name. Um, so the synopsis is a smart, likable 17-year-old year old film student from Harlem sees his world turned upside down when he's charged with a murder. We follow his dramatic journey through a complex legal battle. The runtime is 98 minutes. It's rated R and it's a crime drama. And I love the fact that it was 98 minutes. It was something that wasn't too long to get through. Mm-hmm. You know? um, not saying you had to get through the <laughs> film, but I mean, it was just, <laughs> you know, we've been watching some films that have been kind of long. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you know, boy, longer. talk about it. <laughs> so it was nice exactly. to have something that I, could, that I could watch quickly and you know get through. Um, yeah, Zach, take okay, notes. I got some stuff stuck in my teeth, and I'm trying to get it out. Do you need a? Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. Do, you, mm-hmm. do you need a? I have a. Oh, let me just get. Let me just get it. Oh, all mm-hmm. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave you to it. Oh, oh yeah, that was good. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> 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 it's still so ghetto. Uh, like uh, yeah, like uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I tried to help, and he's like, "No, I could dig it out." Now, uh, IMDb, <laughs> okay. uh, IMDb says the film came out in 2018, so I'm assuming yeah. it was released at like uh, maybe film festivals in 2018, mm-hmm. and then it got released uh, nationally or internationally on Netflix uh, in 2021, last Friday. So it's twenty. Uh, the year is 2018, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the way the, the movie poster looks. Uh, it says no one has any idea who Wait, I they am. got Spike Lee's name on this. Spike Lee? Maybe he's an executive producer. It oh, says, a, a producer. It says thanks. It says the producer would like to give their thanks to oh, Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Maybe he gave him some inspiration. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. interesting. Um, he probably consulted. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. you know, he's from New York, so maybe they wanted to, you know, yeah, get some 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 inspiration from him or some words of. What is that guy's name? I cannot find him. Which guy Loose. are you looking for? I said Kelvin Kelvin Harrison Jr. 
Because I don't see him up here. He's not like at the top. Now he was. Um, let's see. Hold on, go back up. That's Kelvin Howe. Give me one up. That's the top. Oh damn. He's yeah. He's not showing. He was there. He was there the other day when I saw him. Kelvin yeah. Harris. So. Yeah. Junior, he's right here. Yeah. He's, I don't know why he's way down. Why? And he's the star of the film. The star is the disrespect <laughs> for me. Well, it, I guess it's based off his IMDb score. Yeah. So they people with higher scores get pushed up to the top. Um, <laughs> so ASAP Rocky. I mean, and, and what is I is above John. It, it's just what people search for. I. I guess. He's above John because more people have been searching for him because they've been watching this film. So usually when a film comes out, your name, your score gets higher because people are searching for the people on Let's IMDb. Let's see your ranking. Oh, mine? I don't have anything No, big. I'm talking like, to him. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I was about to say mine is definitely... Why would I... No. <laughs> I'm talking about ASAP because like he, he's not... Oh. Well, I, he shut me up real quick. He was in a movie, uh, Dope, I believe. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Which did it. not get the um respected it respected deserved. deserved. Yeah, it was good. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So if this is your first time tuning in to how we review films, we review films with seven key components, and those components are directing, writing, cinematography, editing, acting, set design, and the sound. And I always take notes for these films, but I never talk about them. <laughs> I just take them as I'm watching the film, I think mm-hmm. that happened. But I may go through them tonight. I don't know. Um, but we're going to start from the beginning with the director and the director of this film is Anthony Mandler and he is known for a film that's actually in development, hadn't come out yet called 312. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, directing wise, how do, uh, I think he did cause I, I see, I usually throw this off to Maria, but I see she's like searching right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and go oh, no, and give her some time to searching. Uh, directing wise, I, I liked, um, I, I like the. I'll say I like the shot choices that he did. He did a lot of of choices of like outside exterior shots, I guess, mm-hmm. and you could tell it was like the fall. It was one shot when uh the main character I cannot remember, his name is Steve. Let me see. I wrote his name down. Harmon. Steve Harmon. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was uh he was outside. I think he was walking or something like that. But you could see like the trees had changed colors and it was like fall in New York and Harlem. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just so beautiful, um, to see. Uh, and I'm not even like somebody who like looks at nature like that all the time but i thought it was mm-hmm. beautiful to see the trees how they change color in new york mm-hmm. um and i'm not sure what year this was supposed to take place but i'm assuming it's not too far from current day um or 2018 when the film was made mm-hmm. released um but i thought that was just like some beautiful exterior shots um and there the music i like the music well that's a different portion but Mm. Um, <clears throat> director wise I like the shot choices that he had I, I think that he also pulled out greatness in Kelvin Harrison Jr. and the the white woman who was his, his lawyer, defense lawyer um, she did a great job mm-hmm. I feel like the director really knew what he was doing with, with, with the cast well, he didn't really have to do much because they were great actors and actresses mm-hmm. um, and even Nas I mean he doesn't really act like that outside of like Billy. <laughs> so, and he said that he hated how he acted in that. Um, but and he, he said, he, he also said he got like clowned by some people for his acting in that. And um, 
but he actually did uh you know a better job in this. I don't know if he had took acting classes or what if he just said, you know, hey, I threw my money in it, I'm gonna be in it. Because he really had that right to do that. But I think that he did uh he did, you know, a better job than he did in Belly. Um and ASAP Rocky, I mean, I of course I've seen him in dope. Um, so I already knew he could act. Um, but he he did a decent job. Jarrell Jerome I was expecting to see him more, but then again, it's like they already have a lot of people in this film already. But I was mm-hmm. just expecting to see him more because I'm like, this guy's an Emmy-nominated actor. But at the time, I mean, this film came out in 2018, and he hadn't had the Emmy just yet, so they were already filming this film before he had got his Emmy. So mm-hmm. now, you know, if the film were to be made now, I feel like he would have a bigger part because you know you got an Emmy, you Emmy award-winning actor in your film, you want to give them some more shine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that you know, for what he, what the screen time he had, it was good. Um, I feel like the, well, this is more about the director. See, this is why I don't be talking about directing because I started going off into a tangent and other stuff. <laughs> but the director, uh, Anthony, what did I say his name was Mark. Look, I forgot his well, name already. Anthony um, Mandler. He did a great job directing. I'll say that. And if he had, you know, they give him thanks to uh, Spike Lee. Maybe he had to talk to Spike Lee, and you know, he kind of gave him some pointers because it looks like. I don't think that Anthony Mandler has a big resume, at least from what I saw. When I saw, usually now when I go on to look for films they've done before they're known for, and mm-hmm. the film I see as a film that you're known for is the film that's being in development, that tells me you don't have a big resume. But maybe he does, and it's just not on IMDb. But um, hmm. I think that uh, oh, that's <clears> why because <throat> he it seems <clears throat> like he started out in the music genre. Okay. So, so yeah. it looks like, yeah, because it says he worked with Taylor Swift, Jay-Z, The Weeknd, okay. The Killers, and Drake. Okay. So he's probably done those types of visuals, and but like he hasn't done a whole lot of like Feature cinema. Films. Yeah, because okay. these are all music videos. Okay, yeah, so he was a music director, and then he was right. stepping out. And, and he doing... done a documentary, mm-hmm. and then you see he done... Um... You know, Nas likes working with the music directors, because uh, mm-hmm. who uh, directed Bella? Was it, uh, was it X director? Hi William, Hi Williams. Williams, and he's a music director, iconic, yeah. iconic. But I will say this: um, Anthony Manler. knocked it. Yeah. Oh, Met Man Medler. Mandler. Mandler. Anthony knocked it out of the park for me. Um, his 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 ability to translate a film through a cinematographer's eyes mm-hmm. was brilliant. Um, especially based off of the character. Yeah, because the character was a, uh, like a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, it was funny because he kind of reminded me of like, like, like kind of like a, a like Steph. Steph, like if this was like his little um, biopic or something yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, but he... The way that the director went about it, he went into the protagonist's head and we literally was walking in Steve's shoes. Mm-hmm. You yeah, feel we what I'm saying? Yeah. I like movies when we hear their inner thoughts because I want in. I want mm-hmm. in on what you're seeing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. What is this? And the way that he was like, how he... um how he was able to perceive the world through his eye that he used as his lens. And he said like he couldn't even process the world unless he framed things up mm-hmm. and looked at them through, you know, this particular way. Um, I thought that was 
brilliant. Like even, you know, seeing some of his um, work um, put together, like when he was taking pictures of his girlfriend mm-hmm. and the way that they interweaved the one, because it was really one scene yeah. that they they shot around and it was mm-hmm. cutaways. But the whole movie took place in the courtroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the beginning, yes, he did. They showed you where he um, was going in for his um, arraignment. Yeah. But um, the premise of the whole movie was about this kid, you know, in the courtroom fighting for his future mm-hmm. where he literally um, was not even like, you know, um, linked up with these guys yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. He did laugh. <clears throat> Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Y'all know we do spoilers here. He lied like hell. I would have too. <laughs> Looking at 25 for a nigga who don't even respect me at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Right? So, um, the director, like, just hearing like how he was talking about act one, da 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 da, breaking it down. And I was like, this is brilliant. Um, the, 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 um, the writing. Can we move on? Yeah, you can move on. So. Say the writers. Okay. Okay, so the writers are Walter Dean Myers, who is known, again, for another film that's in development, uh, a Cynthia Erivo film that's a feature film in development. So I'm guessing he doesn't have a big resume either. Janice Schaefer, or Schaefer, Mm -hmm. uh, she's known for this film reviewing. I guess this is her first project. And Colin C. Wiley is known for a film called After the Storm. And the development for that film is unknown. So, again, I guess these are people who are really like getting their start. But they, you know, this is like they have a, a budget, yeah. and that's basically what it comes down to. Well, you got they had a budget. They had a great script. They got the executive producer, great. Jeffrey Wright and Nas. You know, they bring that money with them. In. So, um, the story was brilliant, mm. even down yeah. to the conflict. To the setting, to mm. the perfect protagonist, it was relatable. Yeah, like I'm making my son watch this. That's good. I think that the the writers did a good job of making us feel empathy for Stephen and for the victim who was killed in that convenience store. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. know, we, we we felt sad for him, but we also felt sad for for uh, Stephen, um, even though he lied. Um, mm-hmm. But we still felt empathy for him because of you know just we saw yeah, the, the good in him, right? Because even though <clears throat> he lied, um, I see the um, social pressure that he was put in because mm-hmm. you standing there with two people who ain't got nothing to lose, telling you what you better do. What I got your bike? You ain't no street mm-hmm. guy. You ain't got no weapons, no way to defend yourself. And out of fear, you just do what they say. And you just do what they say out of fear. And, and you not knowing up. what their plans are in the first damn mm-hmm. place. No, he shouldn't have gotten in trouble for that. Nah. Because that's coercement. Um, I felt like the story... Um. It, it made us also look at the um, judicial system, as we all know how hella racist it is. It's like birds of a feather flock together. Do we have um, 
you know, bad apples in our community. Fuck yeah, everybody do. Mm-hmm. Who don't got some um person in their community making it look making you look bad? Right. Everybody got them. Mm-hmm. Just like that embarrassing ass family member. Yeah. Everybody has one. So mm-hmm. it just was so like the the film was basically like even though he kept saying um but what happened to uh innocent until proven guilty and that wasn't the case for him or any other black kid in this country you're you're guilty until proven innocent mhm that's right you know what i'm saying and you know the fact that his teacher came to give him a character witness and let, okay, yeah. let's step back for a second. Let's look at the dynamics. Two black kids on trial. They each are representing themselves because they're trying them separately, but they are both there on trial, mm-hmm. right? So you got um, what's his name? Um, Steve. No, King Bobo. Oh, Bobo is baby the, daddy. So <laughs> baby daddy comes that's John in. John David Washington. And he's already in prison. He's already locked up for another charge for doing mm-hmm. a 10 year bid for another charge. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he basically uh, takes a plea and, uh, and, and admits to being in the robbery. Um, but he also points the finger at ASAP Rocky, which is King. Mm-hmm. And also, um, he also wrote in, uh, Steve, Steven. Um, but, while he was in there and he was, you know, ratting these guys out or whatever, it just seemed, you know, you could see how uh, the black, the, the kid that seemed to not have the support mm-hmm. of his family and community. Because I don't think we actually see his people until no. he got sentenced. And then yeah. he was like, oh, that must be his yeah, mother and his, his sister. Mother, yeah. But it was like he didn't really have people championing mm-hmm. for him. So it was kind of like, you know, he was just out there. And he had a black lawyer. Okay. Yeah. So hold that. So then you look at Steven's table. Steven's sitting there with a white woman who is the cream of the crop of America. Yep. Okay. If she was so happened to even broke down in tears because that other attorney was being a little too aggressive with her, she would automatically want her case. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are not, these are not judgments. These are just facts, people. Um, <laughs> And then you look at the jury, and I don't think I've seen much people of color. Well, I mean, they, in they, the jury, they tried to make it diverse. They had different ages, mm-hmm. um, but they did have some black people in there. I saw. I, uh, I think I seen one black guy. It was one girl in there. That just oh. took, just kept catching my attention because she was just a young, beautiful. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, know I sound so <laughs> crazy tonight. A little because maybe talking. you need to get back with your hand. <laughs> That's what happened. See, you made me break up with. So now I'm over here. Maybe y'all need to rekindle. Women. Talk it over. Talk it over some uh, some no. shells dinner. I was I was looking. I was like, damn, get some more shots of her. <laughs> Holy was, fucking moly! <laughs> we're trying to get break down film. You yeah, over here? Down. I'm just saying. She was just a pretty woman. She go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I saw her. So I'm like, yeah. Go ahead. But I mean, just I'm just trying to simply point out the dynamics and then they had a black they had a black judge Mm -hmm. um and and sometimes when you see that it's like that don't mean shit nope (laughs) that don't mean a motherfucking thing but um that but it saw but what happened was what i feel like how it works because you know i've been in those positions before um being in front of the courts like that 
they want you, especially a black person, because they automatically, as you saw, they automatically was like, hey, he's black, he's young, he did it, right? Mm -hmm. But it started to change the jurors' minds when they saw that he had a village, a support system behind him because it makes a difference. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I felt like that was kind of a teachable moment because if you are someone who do get caught up in this type of scenario, mm -hmm. your best, your best chance at trying to salvage some of your future, especially if you really truly was just kind of sucked into some bullshit you need to make sure you, you know, the things that you were doing, um, people can come vouch for you. Yeah. Come on, Pastor Williams. But look, let's get back into the writing. <laughs> Shut your ass up. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just a lot of jewels that they yeah. was dropping. It yeah. was just like, wow. No, I agree. I think they, yeah. They, Wait, they, who they, are these people? Let me go look and see what yeah. they look like. Cause it, so, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, so yeah, mm -hmm. they, they they write us a shout out to them: Walter Dean Myers, Janice yeah. Schaffer, well, it could be Schaffer, uh, and Cole She's C. definitely Wiley. black. Yeah, they. I knew she you was black tell. just from that first name, Janice. Not even <laughs> just Janice; it's how she spelled it. Yeah, I knew right then. Yeah, she's black. <laughs> yeah, she's black. Let's see. Um, oh, um, th this was actually based off of a novel. Okay. Um, Walter Dean Myers and uh, believe. Oh, okay. So he he wrote the book. Yep. Because he's also a writer for the film. All right. Looks yep. like he was the head writer for the film. I guess. Well, he died in 2014, so I don't know. Oh well, I guess yeah. They just he was 76 extent. years old. Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did not know that. Well, let's move on down to the cinematography. Mm -hmm. I think you broke that down so well with the writing. No. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to you. Oh, uh, thank you. Hey, <laughs> you're welcome. So I feel like I'll be rambling. You're like, eh, uh huh. Yeah, sometimes, uh -huh, sometimes uh -huh. we just gotta let you go, though. You know, you be, you be, you be talking the truth. I don't want to cut you off. Sorry. Uh, no need to apologize. This is your podcast. It's your uh, podcast too. Yeah. It's Stefan. That's right. Bowling ball head ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go fuck it up. <laughs> Steph, ignore that part. <laughs> cinematographer is David Devlin. He did the cinematography for the 1998 film Saving Private Ryan. Mm -hmm. That uh. Military film, or um, military, um, armed forces film. Mm. Um, with um, what's the name? God, what's that guy's name? Matthew. I'm what? not good with names. <laughs> the guy who plays uh, shit. What is it? I can't even think of his name. Ben Affleck and um, Matthew McConaughey. No, McCulloughkin. No, <laughs> Matt. Shit. Matthew, what's that that role he plays? Uh, he's done like four films. It's a uh, fuck. I cannot remember the guy's name. Matthew. I'm, I'm mad. I don't remember this guy's name. Anyway, it ain't important. Um, uh, because the film ain't about them. Um, but cinematography wise, you know, we always talk about our favorite shots during this part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, did you have a favorite shot? Um, I think I might have said mine already. Let me see. What was my favorite shot? Um, I would say the compilation of his um black and white photos, mm. uh, his photography. Yeah. Um, I feel like they were paying homage to a um a, a photographer, a black 
famous photographer back in the day. His name was um, Stefan's gonna kill me. Is that the one who had the head that Basquiat guy? Um, oh no, he wasn't. He was an artist, no more. No God, I had his name at the tip of my tongue, and then it just escaped me. Um, I want to say Gordon Gordon Parks. Hmm. Is it Gordon? I don't, Parks? I don't know who that is. But um, he was a black um, photographer who used to capture the black experience um, mm. in America. And um, some of his pictures got um, published. And, mm. You know, he was he used his photography to uh, speak out against, politi- you know, racism mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, so that kind of it made me think of Gordon Parks when in when he was when they framed those shots of, of us seeing what he was capturing through his camera. Mm-hmm. And I understand what, it kind of looks like a timepiece because of his camera was very kind of old technology, it seemed. I think there was an app that he had. Oh, the, you're talking about the actual camera? Because I know at yeah. one point he was using his phone, he had like an app to make it look retro as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It was it was kind of weird. I mean, but... um. Oh, there, look. Gordon Parks. So yeah, um, I think he was offered to. Okay. Anyway, um, I like that shot. I like the shot of um when he was in that mirror in the um bathroom and he was going off screaming. Mm. Where he was like, "Monsters don't scream in the dark." Mm. That was so intense. Yeah, you had to go there. <laughs> you had to go there. Like you had to really let all of your inhibitions go and really go there. I can only imagine um what kind of mental um weight that could hold. You know, depending on if you are I feel like if you're an actor and you hadn't deal with your own personal demons. Mm-hmm. That a role could really wake up them joints and they whoop your ass after the shoot. You gotta be careful. You gotta yeah. be careful. Matt and Dylan is who I was talking about earlier. Matt and Dylan. <laughs> it was gonna kill Matthew me. Matthew Dylan. Matt Dylan, yeah. And, Matt and, the, and Dylan. the series I was talking about, the film series was the Bourne series. The Jason Bourne uh Bourne Legacy. It's Bourne. just Matt Dylan, not Matt yeah, Dylan Young. Yeah. No, it's Matt Dylan. This no. guy. Damn, that's not him. But uh Jason Bourne. Um Who's who's one who plays Jason Bourne? Let me. See. Um, Jason Bourne on the on the actual movie. Yeah. Of Monster. His name. I'm looking at him right here. What is this guy's name? Jason. Oh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt okay. Another. Damon. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Matt Damon. Yeah. He did the Bourne series. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I think he was. Ben Affleck might have been too. I'm not sure. Anyway. But yeah, cinematography wise, I think for uh, for me, cinematography wise, it was a lot of shots in there that were just like artistic, of course, because the mm-hmm. the um, Stephen was a, a photographer or mm-hmm. filmmaker, um, so it was very artsy in that in that aspect. But like I said earlier, the the shot with the nature outside, um, and the trees changing colors or the leaves that already changed colors, and it was fall in Harlem. I just thought mm-hmm. that was a, a beautiful shot. Um, and I think there was a shot at the end too that I like when I think when he got back after he uh, was found not guilty 
and he was mm-hmm. back home in his room. Um, I started crying. Yeah, that was that was that was something because it was like he had already been in prison for a while. And so, yeah, and they was fucking with him. Yeah, and they I'm just were. Like, they were. Yeah. Leave him alone. And I'm like, he already like seemed like he'd be somebody who'd be easy to go ahead and make somebody, you know, be somebody's bitch exactly. up Exactly, and that's the part I was yeah. scared about. And, and I like, know his parents, his dad was definitely scared, especially yeah. when he was on the phone with his mm-hmm. dad. And the and, guy came up and said, get off the phone. Yeah, like, yeah. folks, chin checked yeah. him. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine as a father, like, to hear There's somebody. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that shit would be eating me up, man. Yeah, but Jennifer Ray did a great job, too. I mean, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, um, I want to. Are we talking about actors? We can move. I mean, we can, we can skip over the editing and come back to that and go to acting if you want to. Yeah. All right, let's um, go out to the acting. I just wanted to say, first of all, this guy, Kel Howe, Kelvin Howe. No, not hey, him. Kelvin Hill? No. Oh, you're talking about him. Kelvin Harrison Jr., the, the actor, the star. No, not him. Not him either. His Which daddy. One? Oh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, that's his dad. So, Jeffrey Wright, aka Mr. Harmon, um, he was in um, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And when I tell mm-hmm. you, I thoroughly enjoyed this man's um, performance, <laughs> and I feel like he did the same thing here. Um, you definitely felt his struggle. Mm-hmm. And I just closed my brows <clears throat> like a dodo bird. You felt his struggle. You definitely felt his struggle as a father when you know you've done everything right with your kid, mm-hmm. and they still end up in this type of scenario. Yeah. Um. It was the like you can tell that you know his his personal struggles. Um. And him also trying to hold it together for his family mm-hmm. you know um jennifer was a mess you know she was just like I, like any mother would be like i want to touch my baby i want to hug him i know this is not what which you are who you is i would have picked, some, picked somebody else over jennifer Hudson. i would i mean for the mom i just yikes i'm just being honest i just i mean she's an oscar award winning actress but i just feel like somebody else should have had that i just wasn't really why oh no i just feel like she wasn't giving me what was needed for that role? Damn yeah, sure do not cast Mary J. Blige, but I mean, oh, <laughs> but um, uh, gut punch. <laughs> it, never again. No. <laughs> no, but um, I just feel like I don't know what Jennifer just. Maybe it's because I'm always just seeing her. When I see her, I always see her as a singer, and I know she's done a lot of acting. And she she's probably done more more acting now than she's done singing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is I'm interested in seeing her do Saretha film that's supposed to come out I guess next year now I don't know yeah but um but just, Jennifer can actually act she, though she, she, she was yeah. in this one film that I I think kind of went under the radar and I forgot the fucking name of it it was a long ass name it was like and the Secret Life of Bees the no the Adventures of Pete and so and so oh yeah yeah I did I did see some of that film. I think that was when on she Netflix. was like a junkie, yeah, she yeah. was. It was on Netflix. She was a junkie, and she ended up getting locked up. And her mm. kid was still left at the house, mm-hmm. and he freaking dodged the um, CPS the whole summer and mm. tried to survive in the apartment by himself. Yeah, 
and he took on another kid and tried mm-hmm. to take care of that nigga too. It was good. That was a good movie. I should have watched the rest of it. I didn't, I didn't watch much of it, but yeah. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you can find it somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to look it up there because I know he has The Adventures of Pete and something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, I, just, I wasn't believing. I feel and like- I wasn't believing her. <laughs> I feel like it. I don't think it was actually her per se. It was just more, more so like just kind of how the writer read that character. Um, sometimes, you know, um, if you it, and this is just simply my opinion, if you're not um, like the level of a Denzel or whatever, and I feel like the writer may not take let, allow you to take so much liberty, or mm. if they gave you all the liberty and you probably aren't as seasoned enough to really give a nuance or something to the character. Mm -hmm. I feel like she just played your, um, your cliche mom role. Like this is how a mom should act type of thing. I feel like she just took it instead of becoming Mrs. Herman. Who is she? You feel me? Yeah. Um, I feel like that comes with the season. Yeah, I mean, she's a, she's a where, mom. So I'm, I'm like, you know, use that. Use, you know, your, your real life experiences. Bring that to the world. Yeah. So um, that could, and then again, that, that like, it, it could fall into writing or it could fall into directing or it could cross hairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With that. Or it could be her. We don't know. Yeah. But, but we um, throwing it out there. Kelvin Harrison Jr., the, the lead. He, he did a great job. Listen, He's, this kid is going places. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying about the Michael B. Jordan thing. <laughs> you got kid like this, right? He's just starting out. Well, I don't mean, say John's just starting out. No, 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 no. Because no, me no, and my no, men have been to many no, of no, no, awards. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm, I was just gonna say he's. I don't. <laughs> no, I was playing. Uh, but no, he's. Um, he's been doing his things for a few years, but then like Who, the loose? Well, that's not yeah, but that's how I know him. <laughs> that's how yeah, I know he, him. He did that. He did waves with us, like I said before, Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, which he like every film I've seen him in, he's like been the lead, and I'm just you know this is the third film I've seen him in. So over I know, the past but like few years, he's been doing this. For thing. what we've seen just in this performance alone, like we've seen so many emotional yeah. ranges that this man did. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I believed he was innocent. I believed yeah. he was scared. I believed that they was breaking him down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you on that. Like, do okay, let's do this. Oh, and the casting director, by the way, which I didn't say, was uh, A.V. A.V. Kaufman. And she did the casting for the feature film in 2005, Brokeback Mountain. Uh, <laughs> why are you looking at me when I said that movie? I didn't know. <laughs> Yo, don't be starting that. Don't be starting Like... <laughs> No, but I was going to say is, um, fuck, what was I going to say? You're talking about, uh, uh, not Jerome, Jerome. you're talking about- Oh, so let me ask you this. Say Michael B. Jordan got casted for this role, what do you think would happen? Do you think the dynamics would be the same? They'd be different because, I mean, he he would bring a different uh, approach to it. He'd bring a different experience. Um, uh, Of course, he's been in the the business for, I think, longer than- yeah, Kelvin has been, but um, uh, one he wouldn't be able to play somebody who was that young, uh, because Michael B. Jordan's clearly in his thirties, but his so he's saying 30s. a nigga got an old face. I mean, he just he's in his early thirties. He can't play somebody who's a seventy year old like this guy is, because this guy's like probably in his twenties. 
But so you saying he's got an old face? I'm saying he's older than 17. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like them dudes from freaking um, house party. Yeah, they playing high school students. Come on now, <laughs> clearly y'all are in y'all mid to late twenties. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but you know, I'll, I'll, like set aside the fact that he, you know, he got a grown man face. Um, Acting wise, how, how would I think he would do? Yeah, I mean, I think he would do a good job. I mean, but I feel like, do you think that, we would be able to get that range? Do you? That's what I, I'm getting I, at. Yeah, I think you can get the range from that. Cause I mean, look at how he was when we, on the film review last week without remorse. When he actually went back to the house after you know everything had happened, he had like broke down in that room. I wasn't believing it. You see, you weren't believing. I believed it. Cause like I mean, I've seen him face look distressed. I've seen him look angry, and I'm like, okay. But it was like the whole getting drunk and going to the porn. He first of all, he poured most of the lick on top of his hand. It just—I was just like, no one does that. He wanted to make himself smell like liquor, you know. Like- I get that, but it still lets you know what we yeah. reviewing that this okay. week. <laughs> so I just wanted to see, like, what did you think if Michael B. Jordan was to switch swap out with um Kelvin Harrison. with Kelvin Harrison? I'm just saying, I understand it's two different actors, and I get like you know Michael B. is kind of going that trajectory of the Will Smiths of the world. I get that, and I see mm. that working out for him. But I'm just saying, like, um. He, I feel like there's so many like these. We didn't talk about Will Smith, matter, matter of fact, by the way. But go ahead. What about his dad bod? Yeah, the dad bod thing. <laughs> he ain't even that bad. That's just crazy. He's, he's really not. So it's just like he was like, "This is." I'm like, "That's the worst." But now he's making money off of it. And he's about to make. He's making a show, and you know, you know how he do. He he gonna get the best train. I mean, come on, he Will Smith. Anyway. He's working with Jason the Derulo. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Anywho, um, I'm a fan. That's all I'm gonna say. Like yeah. Luce got me. <laughs> she gonna keep calling him Luce. Yeah, Luce, you got her. She is a fan. Luce, you got <laughs> me. I'm a fan, especially after this project. Like seriously, yeah. um, ASAP Rocky. Um, this is really my first time actually paying attention to him as an actor. Mm. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. um, I felt like he gave us very much City Boy you know no good drug dealer like but to me that's not hard to do it's not if you come from the hip-hop world it is not hard to mimic a tough guy yeah they mimic him when they rapping so. okay <laughs> so when i see asap step outside of his comfort zone see that's when i'll be like okay this boy yeah. good when you step outside your comfort zone something that you haven't really done like you him playing some a uh, brilliant nerd or him mm. um i'm not i'm not gonna do any gender um swapping because that to me doesn't prove that you're a good yeah. actor you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or you know putting him in a role where he's um has a disability or something like that mm. something that takes him out of his comfort zone and mm. so we can see some range because right now you you're not being stretched to me you're gonna always look good on film because you're a model you always gonna look good on film, and um, I just feel like the, the he did what he needed to do for this character. But to me, again, I don't think that that shows us that you're brilliant. Because yo, I can anybody from the hood can 
Yeah, I mean, find I, someone I, I they don't can mimic. Much out of him when it came to a role like this. So, I mean, you know, he he did what he what he did. He did a good job for what he what he had. Yeah. Um. Now, your boy John David Washington, he was playing a a different character. He's playing like the thug. I noticed that he changed his um his diction. Yeah, he did. His tone, mm-hmm. his diction, everything yeah, had changed. Did. So you can hear that Denzel yeah. that we heard so thickly in yeah. uh, Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he changed that. Um, sounded more like he was from the street. Yeah, um, he did. So um, yeah, he did a good job. And he, he only did. had like those two scenes, that, that scene in the courtroom and then the scene where we see him uh, mm-hmm. like in the background with King and... Um, that was, I think that was like the only two scenes that he really had. Yep. But um, yeah, he did a good job for what he had. And then uh, Gerald Jerome had, as well, had short Very scenes. Very, he looked it so, he looked it kind of small. Like, yeah. Homeless small. <laughs> yeah. I could agree with that. But uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, that was. That was me. Um, that lawyer. First of all, that lawyer. I, what else did he play in with? Um, oh, the one, who, the prosecution lawyer. Yeah, the prosecutor. Yeah, he's been in some uh, some stuff too. What have I seen him at? Um, because he's he, I feel like he's been on one of them crime shows I've yeah, watched. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, I couldn't remember. What's his name again? Uh, his name I bet I don't remember. Let me see. Um, but I know he's been in a lot of stuff because I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Um, let me see. I'm looking at the cast now. And yeah, oh, Paul Ben Victor is his name. Paul Ben Victor. Yeah. His filmography. He has been in. Let's see what. They showing all the stuff in twenty twenty. I gotta go back and see. Bro, why do they the Amityville have this murders. list like this? <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what it is that I, he was in the film Get Hard with uh Kevin Hart and I never Will seen Phil. it. I saw that. Not worth seeing. Um, I I figured as much. Yeah, he was in. What is it, something that that people would know? Because I'm seeing everything. Like I've seen. So w- was he on um, Law and Order? That I don't know because I don't watch that show. He was in the Daredevil movie in 2003. Um, because for whatever reason, and I don't see him on this list. He was in Point Blank. He was in The Sixth Man. He was in Metro with Eddie Murphy. Bushwhack. Okay, that's what I've seen. He was in Bushwhack in 1985. House Guest with Sinbad. I've seen him in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh anyway, yeah, he he's got a he got a big resume. He's been Oh now gosh. <laughs> Anthony Purcelli. Yeah. Um, Petro yeah. Petrocelli. Petrocelli. Yeah. I knew I seen him in some others. And the uh, defense lawyer was Jennifer Isle, um, that white woman. Which she she did a good job too. Yeah, um, she did. Let's go. Knew it. What? Tell me, I don't know my damn TV. He, he was, was on, Law, on and- Law and Order Special Victims Unit from 1920, 2019 yeah. to twenty twenty. Okay, let's well, see. I don't watch like. Yeah, he was a counselor. Right. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and move on back to what we skipped over the editing. And the editor for this film is Joe Klotz, mm-hmm. and he was the editor for the two thousand eight film Precious. Starring Gabriel. Uh editing was. Um I mean I liked how they really made this film look like it was from a photographer or film filmmakers 
point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lot of artistic shots, which I mean, I guess that goes with cinematography too. But the editing wise, they edited that well together to make it look like we're looking at this, you know, the story being told through the lens of a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that he did a, a, a good job with that. I really don't have much to say about that on the editing. Yeah, same thing here. Okay. Sorry. No problem. Let's move on down to the set design. Again, there weren't really many sets because, like we said, there's only like two scenes, the court and then, I guess, the neighborhood right around mm-hmm. the convenience store where, or the bodega. Yo, I know that corner. I've been there before. <laughs> they they shot this in Harlem. Yeah. And um, I got a cousin who lives out that way. And um, yeah. I haven't been in New York in like 10 years. I have family that lives out there in uh, Queens and Brooklyn. And uh, yeah. Yo, now's the time to go, man. New York, um, you know, they're still trying to recover from yeah. COVID. They're opening so, back up. Yeah, they're opening back up. And um, a lot of the people um, in the city ended up traveling um, back this way. So, yeah, okay. it, it, it'd be nice. Okay. Anyway, well, the production designer is Jeremy Reed. He did the film Gretel and Hansel uh, in 2020. I actually that saw was that movie. That a pretty good movie. Yeah. It was a crazy movie. Yeah. You know I like crazy <laughs> Yeah. And the costume designer is Mobola, Mobolaji Dawodu. And they are the production designer. Now, I, I wrote this down specifically because they are the production designer mm-hmm. for Black Wakanda 2. I mean, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever 2022. Mm-hmm. So, what that tells me is that. Ruth Carter is not going to be the costume designer for uh, Black Panther 2 like she was for the first one. She won an Oscar mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, I think I she will come back. So I don't know what's going on there. Mm. But I kind of want her to be the product, I mean, the costume designer again. But it yeah. ain't about me. Nope. But um, anyway, production design. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I said I don't know what year this film is taking place, so I can't say if it was like a period piece or anything like that. It kind of looks more modern, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially the way that courtroom looked. Yeah, very so updated. Like, yeah, I was like, you getting prosecuted in a nice ass courtroom. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, look futuristic almost. Yeah. Um. So you only have like, I mean, well, I guess you have you have the prison as well since you pulled that picture up. Yeah, you got the prison as another set, but mm-hmm. of course that looked real authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, the courtroom to me, I've never seen a courtroom like that. So to me, it looked like a futuristic courtroom. Um. And, oh, they modernizing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... um, It's probably was, a set they built out, but you know. Yeah. It, still it looks definitely looks that way, but mm-hmm. it looks good. And then they had the uh, the bodega and, and the neighborhood around mm-hmm. there. What you said, that was, you know, you know that corner, so that was obviously a real uh, area. Mm-hmm. Um, the spike with his grill. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I thought everything production-wise, I mean, production design-wise, Looked good. Um, yeah. And costume design was, I mean. What is Christy and John doing here? Hmm? No idea. They were in a film, they, an animated film I watched uh, yesterday on Netflix called The Millers versus The Machines. Huh. That was actually a good film. But anyway. Um, Look at Arthur. He may have been a producer. He. Might. He might have been, yeah. John, might they might have been a producer, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Uh, costume design wise, I mean, they made Steve look like an like an art guy. You know, he had the little beanie, whatever on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Homie got on the Coogee sweater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely looked like, uh, you know, uh, was dressed like a gangster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was well. one scene I forgot to say I liked was when he was sitting there playing chess with the old guy. I was going to bring it up, too, because the old man was just talking. And he, <laughs> he wasn't trying to hear none yeah. of that stuff. But they were just like, kind of, he was like, you know, just, just make your move, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they were playing chess. But uh, yeah, that was, um, I was wondering, like, did they just let that man, like, because I don't think he's an actor. Like, so I wonder if they, he just had really had that story to tell and he wanted to tell that story and they just kind of incorporated it into the script. Um, I don't know. I think it was. You think it was, it was already written? Yeah. Hmm. I know I the man didn't so. have, like, he was either missing his bottom row teeth or top row because his, <laughs> his mouth was sucking in. <laughs> He's old. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just, I noticed it. But he yeah. still was talking pretty clear for it to be missing a royal teeth. That's kind of mean. <laughs> oh. a little bit. Oh, uh, well, let's move on down to the composer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know if I had. This oh, is another film where they didn't have the composer outright listed. So I had like different departments um, mm-hmm. or different people within that department. So, as far as composing goes, where, what was that? Um, they had, like, the music department. And where is that? I see art department. So oh, sound department. Bad. So, they had an ADR recordist. This is Justine Baker. She did that for ADR for Ant-Man. Um, mm-hmm. Re-recording mixer is Tom Fleischman. Fleischman. Um. Yeah, no composer actually listed here though. And mm-hmm. supervising supervising sound editor is Philip Stockton. Uh, anyway, just sound wise, sound sounded great. Um, mm-hmm. The gunshots, of course, that, that took place in the bodega. Um. Sounded like real gunshots. Didn't sound like mm-hmm. any cap guns or anything like that. Sounded like real guns. Um, and just the music throughout the film as well was good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really have much for the sound. Yeah, so. No. I mean, everything sounds good. Yeah. All right, so now we can go ahead and, and rate the film. Um, so, what you got? you think? Is it we're hurting because you didn't like it? Game blousers because you did like it, or play it in the background if you're indifferent. Um, it's definitely a game blousers for me. Um, I will be watching it again with my son, and I'm probably watch it a little bit more. Um, just for inspiration, I was inspired, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, sitting there watching it. Um, because to me, I feel like, um, Anthony and um, the writers, mostly Anthony, because he's the director, mm-hmm. respect it. No, it's playing. <laughs> um, but mostly because the director, um, did not fall for the the your 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 typical tropes when you're telling these types of hood stories. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a hood story. I was waiting for that word trope to make its appearance on this episode. You always give it to us at least one time. Oh, is it really? Yeah, you do at least every episode. I didn't realize I would say that. Oh, my bad. I like that. No, 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 no. (laughs) But, yeah, they didn't fall for the normal tropes. Mm -hmm. And it was refreshing to see 
Just like that's why I liked I love dope so much because yeah, it didn't movement. fall for the same trope. Mm-hmm. It's like guys, we can tell these stories, but just like give it a different lens, give it a different spin. Didn't tell Pharrell it from somebody. Produce, like was he when he like executive produced that film or something like that of dope? Yeah, so it was see, it was some know. music producer that did. That I, I don't know. Remember. We should we should review it. That's old now. But. No, not really. It's <laughs> a classic. Like film is like art. As it ages, it it ages like wine it's fine it becomes more of a value to okay, me okay you that, know what? that could be to if me you, if you want to review dope, i mean this review. is someone who sits here and still enjoy black and white yeah. it's like it's still a thing so. we'll try to review things that are uh, like current well trending. yeah we can do well, we can go back and, yeah, current can. stuff but this is like 2018 we've i mean into, it, it we've watched released. some movies that were like even um Mississippi Dam. That was yeah, it was a older that film. Was. You right, you got me. So, okay, I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like we don't have to, but no, I'm no, just no. saying if you want because to, we'll do it. Because right, I feel right like now. that movie went under the radar so quick. Where is the streaming at though? Because I gotta make sure it's streaming somewhere. I ain't gotta yeah, go that's and true. rent it. Let's see. Um, yo, well we can we can find out after the show. We're gonna yeah. wrap up the show. Um. So for me, I was gonna say it's playing in the background Damn. Um, because I mean I saw it. I don't have to necessarily watch and pay attention to it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, but uh, I mean you know, you know good film, but I'm, it'll play in the background for me if I watch it again. Um, mm-hmm. which, yeah, not necessarily mean it's a bad film, but mm-hmm. um thank you guys so guys thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And next week, I think we're going to review the film Songbird that I was talking about before, which is where we always get that stay safe, stay sane, stay sanitized from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since that's on Hulu, we can actually go ahead and review that. Either that or Two Distant, Two Distant Strangers, which actually won the Oscar for Best Short Film. I thought we was doing things us. You know what? Her. That's also on the list. But you know what? You know what? Two Distant Strangers is first because that was actually on the list before things seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And then things, things that heard me next, and then Songbird. All right, well, remind yeah. me because you know. Yeah, I'm you know, I got another note here. So things, things and heard. I'm putting shit. that on the list right now. Um, but yeah, if, uh, make sure you guys are following us on social media. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on IG at Ayo Listen Fam, and on Facebook at Ayo Listen to This Fam Podcast. And you can follow us individually on social media as well. Maria's IG is God Box Productions. That's right. And Kevin. Yeah, go ahead. And Kevin's is Kevin J. Stone at uh, IG and on TikTok. And Maria's TikTok is Maria the Creative. And that's Maria T H E C R E A 8 I V E. And you can follow Steph on uh, IG and TikTok as well as Steph the Director. And our videographer mm-hmm. Justin at Just Create the Vision that's just without a T yep so J-U-S Create the Vision J-U-S. follow him on, uh, on IG and TikTok as well and uh, yeah that is our show that is and our show make sure also make sure that you you know we, we post a lot of stuff on social media it doesn't get a lot of engagement on social media just mm-hmm. being out you know we're having transparent mode right now we're not right. gonna act like we got a lot of engagement we don't so you know when we post things you know i know we don't post as often as other you know as we probably should but you know we'll appreciate some engagement because i'll be you know putting together posts for the podcast when they release and you know we want to get people to talk and you know we want you to talk back to us and have a conversation with us you know comment on things that we you know we're reviewing on the show Mm -hmm. um 
so yeah you know just putting that out there just you know if you're following us go ahead and you know be you know be active but we're about to get up out of here um and uh we hope you guys have a great week and make sure that you stay safe stay sane stay sanitized peace